That was that was pretty that was pretty damn great. Good. I didn't even look at you for a part of it. Yeah, that was, I mean, I think it's because we say the exact same thing at the beginning of every episode. That probably has something to do with it. And uh, but either way, <laughs> it might be that. But I think it's that we're both tremendously talented guy, improvisational artists. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's got to be it. Absolutely, hundred percent it. And um, I you guess just before heard my we great improv skills there in my response to. <laughs> 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 uh, but thank you to everybody who came out to Movie Movie Live, the stoner movie, High as a Kite edition. Hell yeah. It was a wonderful show. Uh, N.A. Poe tossed some delicious breath mints into the crowd for everybody. At one point, he tossed an actual bag of weed into the yeah. crowd. It unreal. incredible. Absolutely unreal. But apparently it's decriminalized and he's just ready to fucking take the fall. It was like he was waiting for that moment. He oh, just yeah. wanted to be able to be like, hey, I'm allowed to do this in the city I live in now. Here's some free weed. That man, he's yeah, out of his it was mind. Delightful. But thank you to N.A. Poe, Alex Vogelsong, Jeremy Riley. Wonderful show. Yeah. And we're going to be back again April 20th. Hey, 420, which, you 420, say? yeah. And it's thematically appropriate because we're going to do the same show again. <laughs> no, we're not. We're going to do the 420 Spectacular. Yes. And there's going to be some very creative ways that we've tied this into the date. You're not going to want to miss it. It's part of the Cinadelphia Film Festival. That's right. So check that out, Cinadelphia.com. I believe that'll get you where you got to go. You want to pick up some tickets. Yep. Uh, because our boys at Philomoke are going to have some special treats for you. I oh yeah, there's the, a Degrassi cast member coming to town. Yeah, there's so a lot of crazy stuff out. going on, and we're it's going to be a full night with uh, weeding out the stoned once again. Yes. So you can come out and just get super stoned with your friends and see some great stoner game shows. It's Absolutely, gonna be a good time. it's going to be fantastic. Gonna so be uh, we should do this. Yeah, uh, let's get started. Let's introduce our guests. Okay, so actually, our first guest is uh, someone that I know, and he uh, heard the show. And said that he has a movie very special to his heart and yes. would love to do it. And lo and behold, that's what we did. So uh, before we get into the movie, I want to introduce Mike Spano. Hi. hi. <laughs> Hello, Mike. How are you both? Very well. Excellent. Good. Excellent. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we also have a uh, movie movie uh, boy. He's a, he's a he's a he's got to be a four Pete by now. Maybe a five Pete. He's always Pete. Oh yeah, he's Pete Steele, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, uh, he's a movie hey, movie I favorite. Hey, th- th- so I know there's a D- Degrassi member coming to um, the Philadelphia Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't want to man- mention any names, but uh, ooh, I'm sorry, I'm getting a call on myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> late night when I'm on. Here's I just want to note that I put my cell phone away. You just <laughs> taught me that that song is by Drake. I had yeah. no idea until you made that Degrassi reference. People made fun of that video because of the way he dances. Mm-hmm. What blows my mind is nobody made fun of the fact that that's the worst song <laughs> that's <laughs> ever been recorded in the history of time and will ever be recorded before we evolve out of having ears. Uh oh. I'm lost, just saying. Just yeah. lost some listeners. Shots fired. Shots fucking fired. Well, handle it when he comes to town. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, you're like, you know, uh, Pete Best is the fourth Beatle. You're like the true? you're like the third movie the movie. Or, well, Billy Preston Beatle, might right? have been. Oh, the fifth Beatle. I've lost so <laughs> well, many no, Beatles. You, you, I just I know that you hate one of the Beatles specifically, <laughs> and so you always put Pete Best ahead of oh, absolutely. one of them. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that one Beatle that, the I, one that Beatle. I commonly Wh- talk which about. Which one I like, again? I mean, do, I, I don't know if I want to I want to call it out. Yeah. 
It's uh, I just you don't want to lose more viewership. More, I don't want to lose any more for my hatred for You've that. You've already lost all one the Drake Beatle. fans. You know who you are, yeah. Mister Beetle or yeah. Mrs. Beetle. We don't know. It could have been. It, it could be been, any of them. Right. <laughs> it could have been any of the Beatles. Any of the Beatles. Any my, of the white Beatles. Any my, of the Asian Beatles. My least the... favorite Beatles, whichever one decided to actually bang a hammer on Maxwell's silver hammer. Mm-hmm. That's my least favorite Beatle. <laughs> no, actually, I just want to know what that is. I have to cut the bit. I love the Beatles, and they're they're my favorite, and. My here's my Gosh, here's I can't my talk about controversial. This. <laughs> Keep going, I'm gonna have to leave. <laughs> controversial yeah, opinion. Yeah, my least favorite Beatles. solo Beatles career is is John Lennon. Oh really? Yes. Oh. I mean George is the king. Yes, he is. And then I go with Paul. Yeah. I and like Paul. even though John Lennon wrote most of Ringo's songs, <laughs> I love solo Ringo. <laughs> it's beautiful stuff. Okay. Good, good how do you like? How do you like Pete Best solo work? <laughs> um, I I haven't I haven't ever heard it. So. <laughs> You know, you know what I've always, you know what I always thought is that uh, Drake is the fir- is the first Beatle, actually. Ooh, interesting. Pete Best is the fifth Beatle, and Drake is number one. <laughs> he's like a he's, he's like a Preetle. He was the he was the reason the Beatles got together was Drake. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. They knew, they knew he was coming. They knew he was coming. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they have that one song, "We Love Degrassi." <laughs> they saw so, the foreComing of the Drake. They knew what was happening. They foresaw the coming of the. No, Drake. see, the thing is that you'd love Drake's music if it was just Beatle fun. If it was just like, dun dun dun. Dun, dun, you can call me on my cell phone. Yeah. Late night <laughs> when I'm yeah. Uh, uh. That's <laughs> true. Now it's, like now, it's, now it's your favorite song. Who are the Beatles again? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Super Cops. Yes. The, the Super Cops <laughs> is the movie that, that, uh, the that we're doing tonight. Cops. Not Super Cop. The right. cop that can't be stopped. That's <laughs> Not Super Cop 2. The one with Michelle Yao. Was that just as, her? Right? Uh, it was just her doing that. Oh. Which is technically not a police story movie, which technically Super yeah, Cop Super Cop is. is police story, like, oh, right. what, three, three I think? I think? Yeah, Something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. It's all crazy when it comes to, <laughs> to being a Chan fan. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know. But the Super Cops. Yes. Uh, so what do we know about the Super Cops? Actually, let's go to go to Mike, because you brought this movie to us. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, so there's this is this uh, great movie that uh, I only know about because of my love of Edgar Wright. Um, that's how I know about the five deadly venoms. He listed oh, that as sure. a, uh, an that's influence. how I know about Shaun of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> he listed that as an influence for Scott Pilgrim. So much like you, uh, fell in love for oh, your movie and went to great. this. That influence. never occurred to yeah. me until you just said that, that five deadly venoms is, uh, is Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. It is a hundred percent. Five shitty boyfriends. Yeah. That's, yeah. Wow. Is, is that a, sh- is that a Shaw brothers? Uh, I believe so, but it was, um, uh, what's that director's name? Sh- uh, Chen, I think. I think is the director's name. Sure, uh, sure. I, I think take so. your word for it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I, this movie came from my love, Edgar Wright, and I watched it not thinking. I thought it was going to be one of those movies that it was basically like kind of a drag, except for maybe one or two really cool scenes that may have mm-hmm. influenced this director that mm-hmm. I really liked. Yeah, where the was, novelty exceeds the the actual filmmaking. Right, right, right. right. And, and it was just the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it not soared. that it's not chock full of novelty. Oh, it's, it's got novelty more than anything. But it, it's just, is a, it's an amazing movie for so many different reasons. And I think that's why I love it so much, because mm. it's all over the map. But yeah. it kind of almost nails every direction it tries to go in. I'm gonna go uh, ahead and agree. Yeah, sure. Explain the uh, explain the Edgar Wright connection quick. Uh, the Edgar Wright connection. Uh, I all I know is that he he saw this movie as a as a as a kid, mm-hmm. uh, when he was I don't know very young on cable wherever he was at, when he was young. I don't know what it, the cable stations are out there, but anyway, <laughs> I'm um, gonna guess it's the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably right. One or two. Um, what, it's yeah, it's uh, channel so, four maybe. <laughs> they didn't they didn't have BBC World back then. <laughs> 
I love that we're getting into a breakdown of the British cable. I picture like a British dad just like we've got three channels. Back in the day, we only had two, and you're complaining there's nothing to watch. I like that people three channels. People turn on an episode of our our podcast called. Uh, the super cops and we're talking about british <laughs> so far public television it's <laughs> it's uh it's one of those things you know um, <laughs> in any in any case he then uh went on to have this great career and whatnot and when he was making his second movie hot fuzz which is my favorite edgar wright movie i'm gonna second that as well all right yes. i would say there's it's my not favorite a lot of, of us the Cornetto there's trilogy. not a lot of us my my favorite Edgar Wright movie is probably Scott Pilgrim. That's my favorite. But uh, my favorite of the Cornetto Blood and Ice Cream trilogy is, without a doubt, Hot Fuzz. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, we I, can do a whole other podcast Man, about it. I, I know so many people that love that one, and that is my, my least... Here's I the, like all of his movies. When's the last time you watched Hot Fuzz? It. Here's the thing. A I've, lot of people have seen it once, and then I've they I've seen it four it. times. Okay, okay. And so every time I go back to rewatch it, I'm like, everybody loves this. I'm going to love it this time. Nope, I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to like, like it. it. Yeah, oh, I really yeah. like it. It's just, the le- for me, it's the least of his stuff. But I, that's still not actually a complaint because mm. his stuff is fantastic yeah so. it's right it's least... like the peter best of edgar Rice <laughs> films. It's, exactly it's he's still a beetle yeah. he's still a beetle so yeah it's it's definitely the uh the, the fifth so it's warm his, fuzz yeah. for you yeah o- overall <laughs> i think that actually world's end is his like most accomplished movie Shaun of the dead ends up being my favorite of the cornetto trilogy somehow mm. still and scott pilgrim is my favorite movie of his scott, <laughs> scott pilgrim is my favorite movie yeah yeah it's very good <laughs> it's fantastic i love it okay sorry Continue about that's the, how yeah. this. Just so you know, that's how this show works. No, I love it. it. I was <laughs> <can, laughs> trying to debate whether or not I want to just talk another hour about Edgar Wright. Oh first, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> well, I could do so, that all night. But with that said, he uh, as as while he was making Hot Fuzz, he apparently rediscovered this movie that he loved, or not necessarily even really loved. I don't know, but he just that he was familiar with, and then all of a sudden was just kind of taken aback with how much it, it held up. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, and then from that point, I only knew about it through there. So then it was really hard to track down. Mm-hmm. And then uh, apparently you couldn't get it anywhere really. Mm-hmm. And then he he had them Warner's Warner Brothers uh, release the DVD on their archive label, mm-hmm. which I think you could only get online. Yeah, something. I think that's how that works. I think, yeah, I think they're like I, made I remember, to order. I remember that the, the government was worried uh, about the influence of the movie, so they decided <laughs> that they were not going to release have it be ever available again. I feel like they should have released it <laughs> because right now of, cops aren't so super. I know. <laughs> but I feel, but, oh, that's what I want to talk about when we get into this, <laughs> yeah. though, is how super these cops really are. Uh, well, so to put a, little, put a little more color into the picture of what yeah. this movie is, it's from 1974. Yep. It's from the same director as Shaft. Yep. It's from the guy who he said he wrote uh, the he wrote Batman, Batman the Adam West Batman yep. movie. Mm. So, and all of these influence are definitely apparent if you're looking for them. Oh yeah, you know they're definitely there. So it has this very unique feel because it is a true story. I mean, it's based on a true story yes. about you know something that potentially really happened at least in some type of way yep. as this movie did. Mm-hmm. But it's. I think what what sticks out to me about it is, even though if you look it up on IMDb, it says it's a docudrama crime thriller, (laughs) it is wacky. Oh, no, it's wacky. No, let me go ahead and uh, put that to rest. It's not not a docudrama. (laughs) 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 uh, By technical definition, I guess it is. Right. But it is wacky. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it it seems to have a comedic bent to it. But when you think about Hot Fuzz as a parody of action movies. Yeah. It's a very good action movie. Yeah. It's also funny. Shaun of the Dead is a very good... It's a very good zombie yeah. movie. It's also just a comedy. Mm-hmm. And I think this, even if not purposefully, is 
is of par with the cop thrillers of the day, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's wacky. It feels like a buddy cop movie. It's a rom. It's, it is a buddy oh, it's it's a a rom. Rom. Yeah. It might be the ultimate buddy cop movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there's a lot of Lethal Weapon in it. Yeah. Because in Lethal Weapon, where these guys are running around pulling their guns, Lethal Weapon goes a step further. They just kill everybody, mm-hmm. and then they get away with it because they're silly guys. But mm-hmm. also look at the look at the the performance from Mel Gibson and, and Ron Lieben. It's very similar. It's very similar. Very similar. Well, Unhinged. It's, it's, if Ron uh, Lieben's yeah. character, if Greenberg was like suicidal in one scene, it would not be out of place. Much in the same way Riggs is suicidal. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 a uh, fascinating. Thing. And on top of that, the the Hans character played by David Selby is it, it, it's very much. It's that typical buddy cop formula of, of quiet straight men yep. almost, and then uh, this. Yeah, he of, hardly talks. Yeah, he barely. T- he mm-hmm. acts with his mm-hmm. eyes throughout the mm-hmm. whole movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's wild, and 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 until the end, which we'll get to eventually. But he kind of like he has that big acting moment in the last scene. He has this great moment where he comes alive, and it's kind mm-hmm. of like oh, I kind of wish that was maybe happened earlier. But I like that it has that big it, punch at the end. It, for oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really neat. Yeah, it's really cool. I feel like the biggest thing, and I don't know if we want to get into this now or not, but um, there's, a, I feel like there's a huge difference between those types of movies, like the Lethal, lethal Weapon movies, Hot Fuzz in general, mm-hmm. and this movie, and that, and I think the biggest difference specifically is that in those movies, these are, though they're cops where things trouble finds them. Yes. They like trouble. <laughs> yes. They, they're doing their do to do do do. They're eating eggs and bacon and, and like literally like smashing through the window is like terrorism or mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? Whereas in this movie, man, these cops look for trouble. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're on the prowl. The, the, like they the are trouble. trouble. Kind because mm-hmm. kind of the premise, right? Like the, the thing that's interesting about this movie is I feel like you can view it through two lenses. Mm-hmm. And, and what I think is really interesting about the movie is I don't actually know which lens the movie itself is trying to view it good through. Point. Yeah. I, the I, director. Yeah, yeah. I find well, I, I, I have trouble. I'm having trouble determining which lens it's through. But have you seen Shaft? I, I have Shaft is <clears throat> is it's definitely not. Of course, it's tonally different from yeah, this movie, yeah. but it's not entirely unlike it. Okay, because there's certain parts of Shaft where I was like, "They're being funny here," and yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily suited. To, I mean, it's not. It, I, I'm not. I'm not a, a, a man of color from the '70s, right, so it's, right. the humor is not going to hit me in the same way. So I don't know how funny it's trying to be, but it's also of the same kind of. There is a goofiness to it. You yeah, know, the, the the image we have in our memory of what Shaft is is different than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. But you know, we picture his cool, which is awesome. His legs yeah. is big, but well, I think. But the two, well, this just came right apart in my hand. Well, I'll just keep holding this microphone. <laughs> it's uh, like me now. I'm the, uh, just get with it, man. The, just ease right into holding the microphone. The two lenses I think you look at it through, though, uh, that are interesting is like on one hand, what this movie is about is a totally corrupt police system where these right. two cops come in who really want to make a difference mm-hmm. and really want to put away people that deserve to be put away. The, the way they kind of see it is like you've got, you know, at one point he says like, uh, uh, um, not hands, what's the other, Greenberg says to uh, the prostitute uh, that he's like, he sort of has a relationship with at one point. Oh, the one that he has a creepy stalker obsessive yes, relationship yes, with? Yes, exactly, yes, the one. that one. Because uh, he can't come, to, come to terms with the fact that he's into black women. Uh, or gay, one yeah, or two. Yeah, or gay. <laughs> he's, a, he's actually into black men, so he threw the trash can <laughs> yeah. at that guy. Uh, but it, it, you, I, he says to her at one point um, uh, that the reason he's doing this is to put away people that are like giving drugs to black children on the street, right? Mm-hmm. So there is this like sort of 
this idea that they are hero, that they see themselves yeah. as these heroes of the street that are going to put away the bad guys that deserve to be put away, but because the they, system is so corrupt, when their they're not going to mocking them. He was like, "Hey, you friends to the poor." Right that was what he what he said. Yeah, right, they're right, like right. like kind of a Robin well, Hood the, kind of thing. And the and the and the general public even at some point they say. Uh, they, you know, they're like, "What do you? When are you going to put these? Uh, like, why does this continue? When right? Are you, when are you going to put these people away?" And then somebody else says, "Ah, they'll never do it. They're they're working for they're the, in Hayes the Hayes brothers, brothers or You know what I mean? Yep. Like, so they also present the public as like yes. having like crying out to like, "Why won't the police help us?" Right. And uh, and yeah, and and then that enter Batman and Robin and to the super cops, <laughs> right. right? And so mm-hmm. that is one lens that I think this movie That's can one be way viewed through, it. right? Mm-hmm. That yeah. they are these heroes that are are set against a corrupt system, mm-hmm. and, and they're going yeah. to to you know actually make a difference by just working. Well, they're they're against morally or superior, outside the but system. ethically they're like totally on the same level. As I, oh, that's else. an interesting you way know? to frame that. Yeah, they're morally superior. Like mm-hmm. I think that their hearts are in the right place, mm-hmm. but they are absolutely going to profile somebody. They're absolutely mm-hmm. going to rough someone up. They're absolutely going to push a guy against a wall and then kick him in his butt multiple times <laughs> to shut him up. Yeah, which yeah, which, which is the other lens Twice. which you were going to get yes. to basically, right? Cuz the second lens is that these guys are part of this corrupt system mm-hmm. they are just as much corrupt right as mm-hmm. this system in the sense that they're not like the way that they're going about this is mm-hmm. is against all of the laws and protocols that we have right uh they are often entrapping people they're often mm-hmm. uh the, you know at one point they just they're literally at one point they get in trouble for something they're driving away from getting in trouble and they make the decision you know what if we want to actually prove to this this uh, precinct that keeps telling us we're bad, that we're good, we just got to make a good bust. Yep, yep. And the camera never even cuts, and uh, Greenberg just looks up and points at a car and goes, that's a stolen car. And then they just yeah. pull him over. Okay. And, here's and the they thing. wait. Now, and they he turn was, out to be right. He was right. <laughs> they turn out to be right. Why do you think he was right? I think it was luck. You think it was luck? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think he just, he did so much coke that he developed a sixth sense. <laughs> okay, so let's get into this. Because you know when they say when you lose a sense, another one gets sharper? His nose is rotten. It's not going to smell <laughs> yeah. anymore. So, so he probably developed a yeah. little third eye. Uh, it just it seemed like luck. And it, to me, it's like you... Because, especially because of the conversation we are all having as a public right now about the police, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, mm-hmm. the the police work that they do specifically looks a lot like the kind of police work that we're that sort we're of condemning, yeah, condemning right now today. But which, is, which is an uncontrolled yes, police, which exactly, is, which is which is which is a, a way of saying um, to the police, hey, trust your instinct. You know right. what I mean, like. And it's like if you well, feel like you gotta pull a gun on somebody, there. pull a gun on somebody. Right. You know, because you probably you might be right some of the right. time. Well, we the hired you for a reason. The delusion right. that they yeah. have is the same delusion of we are morally superior. Yes. So fuck the ethics mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the ends justify the means. Right. When it's like no, right, the, right, right, the right, means right. are really causing a lot of problems. Yes. But also, right. a lot of these these uh, this behavior that they exhibit is based on they're barely cops. Yeah, right. They don't true. know what's going now, on. You, do you mean specifically the, the, the main two characters in the movie or just cops in general right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, that movie starts with their first day. You yeah, know, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I do see what you're saying. One of the things <laughs> I wanted to talk about, though, is 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 why do you think these two guys wanted to become cops? Oh, good question. I think yeah. they wanted to be Batman and Robin. I don't think no? hands at all. I mean, come Okay, so we have that scene, that amazing scene in the gymnasium. Yeah, so <laughs> right. just in Let's case you guys, back a little bit we're going to be spoiling. This is oh, going to yeah, be yeah, a spoiler yeah, episode. Yeah. There's yeah. a gymnasium. So before we do anything, movie. it's two cops fucking shit up. Yeah. 
Go for it. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. So one of the uh, opening scenes. Okay, I'm gonna go back even farther to the credits. Please. I need to talk about something before I talk about that. The thing I want to talk about first is why in the 70s did guns make giant sparklers out of their guns, uh, mm-hmm. out of their their barrels, and then also the noise was completely different in 70s movies for guns. It's oh, like yeah, this yeah. loud, piercing, amazing sound in the credits. And then also on top of that, there was always the, this like, I guess it was like a, a, a the blanks that they were using. Is it, is it almost like a Western type thing? Because when yes. you hear a Western, yeah. it goes, like a, it goes it's a, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's got it's, that whistle it's, on the end. Yeah, it's like, gunshots are now are weird and bassy and, and strange. Yeah. But back then, they were well, we just, like silencer gunshots, the <laughs> which doesn't doesn't <laughs> right. exist. You can not, that doesn't actually happen. I feel like you could make a lot of Western comparisons with it, but that's a whole other yeah, yeah. thread. But yeah, so but then after that amazing credit scene, there's this great scene when they're being trained how to defend themselves. And right before... Man, I'm totally doing this wrong. Right before that, <laughs> they're uh, being told to line up. And w- that's the first moment we're introduced to the ineptitude of the police department, where oh, the right. guy's telling the tall people to get up front, yep. and then the, the sort people to get in the back, and to the point where the guy goes, I think that's backwards. Yeah, and the guy goes, goes, what this is all we do it. This, this is what we do all the time. This is always how we do it. It's proven. This system works. Yeah. Yeah. He's just Somehow. like, I don't know. We just do it. That's and, then, and then that's where we get that great moment where Selby, oh, <clears throat> David Selby slash Hans, is standing up front. He's like, well, I'm the tall guy, so I'll just get up front. And then we have Greenberg, who immediately is just vaulting over the system by being like, okay, I'm just going to get up front and, and I'm just going to make myself known, and that's that. So we have immediately... Well, he stands on his toes and all the other cops are like, yeah, he's tall. <laughs> and there's this great guy behind him who like doesn't know when things are finished. He yeah, raises hand. his hand a little bit and he, he drops it back down again, and that guy's great. There's a lot of great background stuff in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- it's this great scene where we're, we're introduced to Hans, who I'm not sure why he's becoming a cop. Mm. I've never... Right. I don't know. He just seems like, oh, I guess I'm just going to do this. I yeah. think if, if Greenberg has that, like, I'm a loaded gun and we're going to get all the crime, I think that Hans yeah. might have ended up just, like, eating people in his basement had he not become a <laughs> well, cop. Sure, but Hans just, strikes yeah, me as this person that kind of just goes where he just oh, ends yeah. up, where it's just like, yeah. okay, I'll stand in the front of the line. Oh, I'm next to this yeah, weirdo. When you date a girl, she's like, oh, I love I love the cure. And you're like, well, I guess I do now, too. You know, even though you're... you're it's that well, thing where he was like, man, this fucking Greenberg guy is hot. Yeah. And he yeah. wants to cop, so I want to cop. Here's the thing, though. I really did like the cure when the girl... <laughs> I, I, I do point, like the point. cure. Yeah, it was I, just the first band hey, that listen, popped in my head. We all love the cure featuring, <laughs> featuring Drake. But uh, <laughs> the, the, the thing about Greenberg is... Greenberg is a is a is a psycho. Yeah. Greenberg's a psycho. Yeah. He's a psychopath. He's definitely Rorschach from um, yeah, yeah. Watchmen. He's definitely a we need to clean the streets up yep. taxi driver by any means necessary. But he's, you know, though, he's different from Rorschach, he really loves doing it. Like, oh he, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, super yeah, yeah. Into he, it. Right, it's not a burden. He's he's right. literally um uh Mike, I think you said manic at some point uh, when you described him when we were watching the movie. Right, sure, yeah, perfect. Yep, he's manic. Yep. He's he does he, literally look like he's, he's on cocaine in half the scenes of the a movie. A maniac. Yeah. He um and he uh, yeah he just it's it's wild. He wants to clean the street. He's obs- he's obsessed with the idea of righting the wrongs in the world mm-hmm. to the point where he works at it around the clock mm-hmm. even after he's punched out. Mm-hmm. And you see that with with hands it, like we were talking about his motivation. He doesn't have the same motivation. He's not mm-hmm. obsessed with it. He even he has that scene where he's like, "Why don't we go hang out with the girls?" Right. You know what I mean, yep. like we're off the clock. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't we go have fun or whatever? And Greenberg's like, "No, 
I'm just fucking staying. Yeah, I believe he's like, nah, you go take care no, of them. No, you go take care of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stay here at this bath. <laughs> right, right. I'm going to I'm gonna continue, like... Um, Stalking s- this hooker. Staking yeah. out... Yeah, yeah, staking out somebody. You know what I mean? Like, yep. he's... He... he his entire life is this n- new job he got where yeah. he's a cop suddenly. And if he didn't have that job, he would be doing it as not a cop. Uh-huh. We'll be watching was, Taxi Driver. I was say, right, if he yeah. wasn't a terrible cop, he'd definitely be a bad lieutenant. He would become that guy. <laughs> yes, yes. He would become bad lieutenant. Yes. He'd probably keep his pants yeah, on. But definitely he'd, he'd haunt do. the port. Anyway. Um, and, so, and, so, and so, yeah, so Hans like, gets sucked into that world, right. basically, where he's, he's kind of like, who is this guy? He's, he's like starstruck by him, basically. And, and that it, is the thing, because he's along for the was, ride yeah. right away. Mm-hmm. And, and, but it's all sort of at, it, it, he's just in tow all the time. He he's never in charge yeah, yeah, or in control. Yeah, yeah. No, he's never. Robin. Yeah. <laughs> he's Robin <laughs> yeah, to the yeah, Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is kind of interesting, too, thinking about how we're, we're all so conflicted about how they're behaving. Like, well, yeah. they're getting the job done, or, you know, that, that is mm-hmm. the general conflict. Right. Um, you know, the, the old Boondock Saints conundrum. Yeah. But um, <laughs> if you will, only this yeah. is a much. Much better. This movie is watchable. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's 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 worth even thinking about. Yeah, uh, but uh, but that's the question that is actually beginning to fuel all of our superhero movie universes. A hundred percent of them. With yep. Batman versus Superman, uh, Civil War. All of that is the you know the what what is the limits of power mm-hmm. and you know who really holds the top power mm-hmm. you know and what what happens when you have that power and we're doing that with cops now we're doing that in mm-hmm. movies mm-hmm. now and it's just funny that it just seems so meh well <laughs> for, I, for I, I have cops. a different opinion on um who who who's robin here uh, okay oh, oh. <laughs> i i really feel like greenberg is robin if batman was like all right man you go now you, yeah. you do your thing, and it, Batman it's is kind of quiet. Like he's quiet, hands. he's tall, and you got the the Robin who's mm-hmm. short mm-hmm. and he's fast. <laughs> and as only we've seen him run is him running in this movie. We oh, need he to have runs like he's. We need to have like five minutes of just talking about everybody in this movie. Looks like they're made of Jello when they run. <laughs> uh, it's. Unreal. I loved watching them run. That's it's like the, one it's of my favorite so things about the movie. Well, they run like they're the security guards in a chaplain shoot. <laughs> yes. Oh, where yeah. it's just, whoa, I'm a... so big and do you know. And ba, 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 you you like worry about them when they're running because it looks like they're they going to fall They look like over. the Keystone Cops. They, yeah, yes, yeah. I mean, precisely. the uh, Liebman is, is just a classically trained comedian. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? That's It has to be. There's mm-hmm. no other way. I don't know anything about him, but I know that he, I already know he's a classically trained comedian. Yeah. He, he grew up watching vaudeville. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. uh, Etc. And so um, he was on Friends. Was he was on Friends. He's classically trained. <laughs> uh, 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 classically trained. <laughs> but that's true, though, right? He is. He did that by his dad on Friends. There Wait, is that true? Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay, cool, sweet. Um, he so fits we're right in. He's been in the best comedies. Doctor Green. In all the best comedies. Um, the Super Cops. Friends. That's it. <laughs> um, but um, uh, he's been in so many movies. <laughs> Great. He's been in. He's been in. He's a. He's a. He's a weird guy. He pops up in weird things and and yeah. always does this. I bet I've he seen him a hundred times, like, and only now do I really have a concept of who he is, you know, because <laughs> yeah. he's seared into my brain as Greenberg now. I yeah. feel, I yeah, feel like wild. I feel like even if the director didn't want him to go in the direction he right. went, he was going to go there. Yeah, you know I mean, like 100%. this could be a completely different movie totally. if someone else was cast yep. as Greenberg. You know what I mean? Yep. Because hands can be hands for sure. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much anybody can do that straight man role yep. as a straight man. Somebody could have played Greenberg completely differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
And the director could have even stepped in with another actor and been like, what are you fucking doing? You're yeah. being a clown. But like, I would assume this guy is such a larger-than-life personality. He, there's no way he's not. That he just... And the director was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine so the director sure was like, did. cut. <laughs> My God. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so sure what he did before Super Cops. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think he did very much. I, um, I would assume, like Robin, he was like an acrobat. You know what I mean? Like he, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he did like Chinese, op- Chinese <laughs> opera, like well, Jackie Chan, but, basically. But getting <sighs> back on to Greenberg's character, I, I find it fascinating because um, so becoming a cop almost feels like his last ditch effort. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's and, trying to clean up. Yeah. 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 And to the point where he's like, you know what? I totally know a place where we can go bust some drug addicts or oh, drug yeah, dealers. Right. And whatnot. We'll just go to this place, Coney Island. He screams yeah, his, Coney his Island. Is it's my favorite shit. part. I have written in my notes in all caps, you'll see. It, Coney Island! Coney Island! <laughs> it's so great. Uh, and and <laughs> well, that's where place, he's from. He's from, it's, yeah. he's from right. Coney Island. Right, and and right, it's right, this great right, moment right. where he it's like, oh, what is he going to say? What place is he going to an amusement park it cuts yeah. to an amusement park yeah, it's an yeah, amazing yeah. cut yeah. he ate hot um, dogs the every meal of every day <laughs> hot dogs and cotton candy so yeah so like this character feels like it's like his last thing that it, it's his you know what he's like I'm going all in yeah I'm, I'm yeah. gonna just go all in I'm gonna just anything that gets in my way I'm gonna just try and just stomp over it you're all a bunch of cops but I'm gonna be a super cop <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be the super cops <laughs> we're gonna be like Superman and he doesn't have one. Batman and Robin. We're going to be like Batman and Robin. Superman and Crypto. Do- what's the dog's Crypto. name? Yeah, Crypto. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a scene in Starsky and Hutch, the the movie, the Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, yeah. uh, Todd Todd Phillips. It wasn't Todd Scott Phillips. Phillips. Todd, Todd Phillips, Phillips that's movie correct. in which Starsky is high on cocaine. And it's a scene where Ben Stiller as Starsky is crazy. And it ends with him at a nightclub in a dance contest that results in him pulling out a gun because he <laughs> lost. That is Greenberg yeah. for this entire movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and because he really does just like ah, I'm crazy right now. Let's pull out a gun. And strangely enough, uh, in Starsky and Hutch, the original, I'm never gonna. And wait a minute, Ben Stiller was in a movie called Greenberg. That's <laughs> oh, <yeah>. true. <laughs> Noah Baumbach <laughs> is in on this. Mm-hmm. So in Starsky and Hutch, the original actors that played Starsky and Hutch are in that movie playing other characters and then oh same greenberg and oh, no, they actually show up movie. as starsky and hutch at the end and they give them their car it's is that, weird i don't know what world it, oh. it exists in but they show up and that movie laps itself yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy <laughs> strange. It but yeah but underrated so, but so wall. but then greenberg yeah. and hans the real Green, greenberg and hans are in this movie um playing the uh cops the other cops well they're mm-hmm. the uh wait well, no, they're playing criminals they're playing no, no, i'm sorry criminals you're right, right, like, right i was um, confusing with the last like uh, well, they ma- actually mafia or something like that. Right. They're playing however people cutting in on the drug dealers. That's what turf. I thought too. But I, you're not wrong actually, because I looked in the I credits and they're credited right. as detective so and so and detective. Well, they're supposed to be like they're supposed to be undercover cops, I think, and that that's oh. how that's okay. how um, <laughs> Commissioner Gordon <laughs> at the end. Oh, he's yeah. not Commissioner Pat, Gordon. Pat, Pat Hingle. Yeah. Hingle the, I guess he's the. Police chief or whatever. I'm gonna say Keaton may be my Batman, but uh, I thought Gary that... Oldman's my commissioner. Gordon. <laughs> Sorry, Hingle, you gotta go. <laughs> so my understanding was that because he they smashed the the garbage can over the head of the uh, or the back. Wait, no, I'm sorry. First, he does a jumping sidekick. Yes, yes. Into the other cop that they don't realize is a cop. Then they chase two more cops. Is that is that how that scene goes? Two. St- I think those are two separate instances. Okay, two separate mm-hmm. instances. Okay, so after they cha- after they chase the two other cops, I think that's what kind of tips them off to we need to do something with these. They're screwing yeah, yeah. Oh, everything right, up right, right, yeah. constantly. Right, right, right. Gotcha, 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 um, gotcha, gotcha. 
But uh, you uh, blew up two city blocks. <laughs> yeah. hey, what are you gonna do? Hey. <laughs> he just does that fun smile flash thing, and then he he makes a funny noise, and then <laughs> like, everything's great. He, he chews nothing for a second, then he's like, "Yeah, forget about it." Ah! <laughs> it's another one of my favorite. I love that he became Pacino for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because there's there's at least three <laughs> times that he's just screaming. But he has the <laughs> but he screaming. has the Serpico hat at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the third act uh, detective hat. Um, Most of my impressions will eventually become a Pacino. <laughs> okay, Please yeah. understand that. <laughs> um, yeah, oh. you should see his uh, his his Alf Pacino. <laughs> Sorry, I kill me. Ah, bring me a cat. Ah, I'm from Melmac. <laughs> so I'm stuck on making no, everything. Is that the elf. name of the planet, yeah. Melmac? Yeah, Malmac is the name of Alf. Planet, yeah. I, I fucking loved Alf. Yeah. <laughs> Alf for life, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that show end really weirdly? <laughs> well, the guy who created it, who was also played by Ben Stiller in Permanent Midnight, uh, he was like a crazy heroin Wait, addict. Wait, back up. Yeah. I did not know that. Creator of yeah, Alf? It's, it's not very good, but he was like no. a crazy heroin addict oh. that demanded everyone Wait. treat Alf as if he's real. And wow. if you watch that show, everyone's kind of looking down all the time because the set was built to accommodate the puppetry of Alf sure. and not the actors. So there's just trap doors and ah. holes everywhere that we don't see that they have to act Holy and shuffle crap. around. It's, yeah. Wait, wow. so I, I haven't yep. seen Permanent Midnight in forever <laughs> on this Super Cops podcast. Um, but is there Alf stuff in that? No. Oh, okay. No. Well, that's that. It's, anyway. it's, 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 it's not a good movie. There, there might be like a little bit of I just remember the part. I don't think they actually use Alf because I don't think they can. There's oh, a really sad yeah. part where right. he does heroin in a car and it made me sad. And that's <laughs> it. that was it. Alf? I hit, Alf does I hit power. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah Alf. Oh, I got to see this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will kill me. And then <laughs> roll credits. <laughs> so Alf, you know? <laughs> right. oh, that got weird. That's what happens. That's what, what happens whenever you mention Alf is we all just remember how great <laughs> Alf was. <laughs> One thing I wanted to point out, I have a note here. There's a scene. It's the scene where they, they see the car. They know that it's stolen because they know that theory, it's stolen. I have a theory about this. And mm. when uh, they ask the guy to reach into the glove compartment, I guess they're asking for his wallet, but they know yeah. I, like they know already preternaturally that he has a gun. Right. So Hans points a gun at him. And and Greenberg like leaps below the uh, below the uh, the window, <laughs> and then after the guy like hands over the gun, uh, right before the scene cuts, Greenberg just puts a gun right to his temple. Yeah, and he just <laughs> smiles at him like I'm gonna fucking kill you. And yeah. then they cut. He's a and crazy I think he just ki- I think he killed him. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and him. say that he killed him. Well, it's it's pure escalation. It's yes. the name of their game. <laughs> yes. it's like it everything. really is. Hey, okay. So <laughs> my entire theory behind all of this <laughs> yeah. is that hey. There's that great scene that I finally and now I'm going to talk about in the gymnasium. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When he's like, it's one of my favorite lines in the movie. He says, someone comes up to you and yells, karate. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, no one's ever done that in right. the history of anything. I mean, I'm going Greenberg. to now. But it's that great <laughs> in 70s like kind of thing where it was like there was a lot of kung fu happening in the 70s. Right. We're like, this is like, this karate is a thing. So yeah, this yeah. is the line we're going to have. But then, so... After he does that silly thing where he picks up the, d- the duffel bag or whatever and throws it down, so that's what he thinks that you should do. You should just pick somebody up and throw them away, which is weird. But then he, on top of that, says, um, make them think you're crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think the entire movie wow. from that point on 
is Greenberg just taking that dude's advice? So he's like Forrest Gump. I he runs until you say go stop. Go right to 12 immediately. I and that's know. true, because even yeah. when the guy's like, hey, go by the books, then they impound literally every car. There are I, these moments yeah. where he I think is... He, yeah. There's these moments where he is so calm and so just like, look, man, I'm just trying to do this. I'm trying to clean up the streets and whatnot. But then when he's involved in anything with to do with anybody else, <laughs> he goes right to 12. Yeah. It's almost he was just like, oh, wait, this gymnasium guy's weird. Yeah, 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 but he said something that clicked with me, and that's also all he's doing is almost like threatening people with just his craziness throughout I, the rest of the movie. I don't think you're wrong necessarily, but the way I read that was more that the, if this is a satire of of police mm -hmm. uh, and what police do, which I think you could read it as if you wanted to, mm -hmm. uh, partially because they <laughs> are is it just a biopic, right? Uh, <laughs> drama. Wait, is police, that a police Academy Zero, if you will, right? Yeah. Uh, Right, because they're 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 incompetent from the moment that we start. Right, the police mm. are just shown to be incompetent the moment we start. Uh, I I think that the read I had on that was he tells them to go crazy because that again now this is kind of our modern lens, but that's like sort of this interpretation we're starting to have of cops is like all they do is intimidate people. All they do is power. Like, yeah, power. Sure. Right, big power. So you have mm. this. You you start with this guy that's training the new trainees. Who's like, yeah, this is how you do police work. I don't teach you anything. I just teach you to go fucking crazy right. on people. Right, that's right, what right, police right, work right, is. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think all we're meant to believe is they exist in a world of that's like what police work is. Mm. Not necessarily that's that because sad. he said that this is what he's decided to do. This is More also... like this is how they're all going to act oh, no matter what. Well, it's just this also, is... That guy was just a, a, a bit player in a, in in a, a larger whole, world. Right, because of, then of we cut to the class that they're in, and the class that they're in, he's... It literally, I noticed that like the intentionally, he tells them to hit people with a trash can, and then the class we cut to is them learning to oh, be the yeah, safety yeah, yeah. officers <laughs> where he's telling them about trash yep. cans and how to properly yeah. set trash cans up yeah, in the street. Yeah. Everywhere they go, it's all about like the insanity of like what the, the police work is hmm. and let's uh, not also um so gordon parks to get back on him, he's the director yeah who's the director mm. he has this lifetime of of being a photographer of civil rights movements mm -hmm. from like the 40s through the okay. 70s until he started doing movies like he was great but at the same time like you could a lot of this movie you could see in different lenses and i think one of those is just that lens that's that that you know that that civil rights movement happening and his commentary on it was just showing police be so incompetent and mm -hmm. just there was a mm. lot with that in his movies i feel like where he he it, it is kind of a satire on his i on think his it path, is which is uh, really awesome neat. that is a he's, badass he's picture a of gordon parks yeah. amazing looking dude like it's crazy he's wearing he's smoking the same pipe in that picture kind of like that guy was in the back of the scene <laughs> Supercop. a lot of pipe smoke going <laughs> there on a, in that. Yeah. there's a couple of scenes where there's just a guy in the back smoking a pipe yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. very strange um but yeah i think that there's a lot to be said uh, about that uh uh in, in terms of just yeah, that's that's a fascinating bent. Is that like he's using this film as a vehicle to to illustrate a picture that he that he's a, a point that he has a picture that he has of the police as this yep. fucking yeah, and and also he he took a lot of photos uh, of, mm -hmm. of poverty. You know, like mm -hmm. like. Uh, 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 blacks in poverty was like a, a huge part of his, his his entire thing. Yeah. So I mean, just like you're watching this movie, and yeah, it gets goofy sometimes, and it gets weird sometimes, it gets fun sometimes, and then there's these moments in it, like kind of like the moment when they're all outside and all, and they're like, yeah, the the you're just in the pocket of the Hayes brothers or whatever that right. scene. It's a very real scene. That, I think yeah. from him specifically. Yeah, yeah. And, and and there's a lot of these scenes where 
it almost feels like a director kind of just like sliding some things in here and yeah. there, yeah. you know, in this, I, in this studio movie. That's probably the most important element of this movie really is 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 the the general public who come up yeah. a lot quite mm-hmm, frankly mm-hmm. who are basically literally saying hey it's not working what you're doing right. can't somebody help us right. basically and their approach to that is the movie yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and then shaking up of the system <laughs> right. yeah and uh and then so that's where people would will probably differ is some people will say yeah that's a great approach right. you know what i mean and then some people will say well, no, that's a horrible approach. Yeah, that's uh, the wrong way to... <laughs> and why don't we start thinking of a different approach, which is another movie that could be made. Right. Know, is that's like why somebody I f- taking a different approach. That's why I feel like it could be fully satirical, right? Yeah, like from possible. start to finish. That, like, I'm starting to lean more that, that way. That Greenberg and Hans are not actually heroes. Well, there's one line that, that... What's funny, too, is that it's, it's a line that, in a single line is like my big takeaway from having watched The Wire as a suburban white man. Yes, yeah. And it's when they're driving down the street. Oh, yeah, I'm glad you're bringing this Greenberg up. And Greenberg says, uh, and, and I'm going to misquote it, yeah. but he was like, "Can you?" they're, they're driving through uh, like a hood area. Yeah. And he's like, like, can you imagine living like this? Can you imagine being forced to live here? You know, it's no wonder you'd turn to crime. I, th- I think he says... Look at this. These people have nothing. No no wonder they turn to crime or yeah, something like it, that. Yeah, well, right? he says, can you imagine being forced to live yeah. here? And that's very interesting. Because that says so much about, you know, just the placement of a city and where you fall based on, Mm -hmm. you know, what you make and what you make based on what you look like. And, you know, it's the whole big thing. And it's funny because when I left The Wire, I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot of criminals that are just trying to feed the people they love. You know, And, and that was the takeaway that I got from it. It really... It, it upset the way that I view things in a good yep. way, and that line—they they said it in one line. Yep, and that, I gotta imagine yeah. awesome. in 1974 yeah. it was probably, well, I don't know, but I would imagine maybe even somewhat transgressive to have a white cop look out the window into a neighborhood uh-huh. and yeah. say, "Oh, I wouldn't want to live like this. No wonder this right, is happening." Right, right, right. Yeah, you know? that's, a, that's a very important idea. Also, it's it's it's, well, it's, it's buried bring, in the rest of the movie, but yeah. right. <laughs> but it also brings up this wild. Like this wild kind of, of of this wild idea that change has to happen from the outside kind of thing, which is you, we have oh that it couldn't happen like from within the neighborhood itself. Nobody it has in the to neighborhood have this thing. wild card. Yeah, yeah, they definitely right. this this movie is definitely not about um, uh, um, uh, a black leader of the community taking no. a stand. There, that that is not present in this movie. No. So that's one thing where like you know maybe today you, that movie might be able to be, be made, but uh, definitely not at that time. In 1974, time. we didn't we hadn't created the the concept of like oh the white savior. That conversation right, hadn't right, been right, had. Right, right. And when I watch this now, it's like well yeah that's exactly right what's happening. right right. We, you know right. this is what mm-hmm. informed us of that yes. trope mm-hmm. that very we moved true. away from. You know absolutely very true very true. But what I think is interesting and where I think like maybe you could look at it as, as a full-on satire where, mm-hmm. where Greenberg and Hands are not necessarily heroes, it, and I realize this only on second viewing, uh, is, is comparing the opening of the movie to the closing of the movie, right? Because mm-hmm. the opening of the movie is actual footage of Greenberg and right. Hands, the actual guys, yeah. um, being... Who, who appear to be just as ridiculous oh, as the actors that right. portray them. I mean, there's something to be said. <laughs> no, because that. they literally, one of them is in oh, a red sure. t-shirt that has a bat symbol on it. Yeah, it's a yeah, white yeah, t-shirt yeah, yeah. of a red bat symbol sure. on it. And then yeah, the I'm other one... right about something nice, in this podcast. Nice. <laughs> nice. Great. And then the other one is in like, um, I don't know, like a black kind of like turtleneck, almost like a He's superhero costume. Like an archer villain. Greenberg right. is yeah. in the... 
the Batman. Yes. He's fully embraced the mock turtleneck. Yeah, that's what it is, right? And and so uh so yes, they look like cartoon characters, first of all, the moment we see them, right? And this is real footage though. Greenbird who's who's the total maniac and is embracing the idea of being a comic book character with arms wide open, if you will, which is a song by Drake featuring Creed. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the so, it, but this is real footage of them, right? Being congratulated by is it the chief of police? Uh, it's yeah. Commissioner Gordon. It's Commissioner right. Gordon. Right. It's yeah. She <laughs> probably as, as high as up as it goes. In right. The, Whatever that in is. The entire city, I guess. Right. New York City. He's yeah, like the district manager of uh, all the precincts. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Right, something right. like that. He's and boss he, cop. And what we see He's is him congratulating them, right? And he right. gives this litany of things they've done. He says like they've made. Something like 600 arrests in the four years they've been a part of this force. And you see all these drugs laid out on a table in front of them and all of these weapons. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he says, like, they've done a great service to this city. We think that more of the police officers in this this city should take after them, right? Right. Uh, That's how the movie begins. Right. And this this is what he says right before the movie begins. He says, I'm going to get this kind of wrong, but he says something like, uh, because because guns and drugs are what are bringing this city down. He, he says Killing, they're uh, something about death or like merchants of death. Yeah, something yeah. About something about the, like the, how the, the, tool, the yeah, instruments of death, instruments in, of death yeah. in this community. Yeah. Right, and then immediately fucking crazy buddy cop jazz music starts <laughs> playing, <laughs> and we see guns, <laughs> and we see yeah, black yeah. guys getting arrested, right, and right, we see, right. right. And so right. to me, then you get to the end of the movie, and you find out yeah. that what leads to that scene is actually this crazy case of corruption where right, all right. of the cops are investigating each other because everything's so corrupt and it's, and it's right. not even things. because Actually, no, I'll save it. Th- yeah they're not even investigating each other because there's actual corruption happening right, right, it's because right. they're wearing sneakers Everyone's on the job and everybody's fucking yeah. mad mm-hmm. at each other and trying right. to power trip each other right. and so it's all this fucking money being spent for all this corruption mm-hmm. that's not leading to any cases getting solved or any crimes getting solved true uh, and and essentially <laughs> the they get they they sort of blackmail the the police they work for yeah. into congratulating them in front of the public right. for all of these nearly criminal things they've done mm-hmm. to stop to get these drugs and guns off the street right uh, and so w- with the beginning of the movie that guy saying Guns and drugs are the instruments of death in our community. And then we have this fucking farce of police work occur yeah, for the yeah, next yeah. hour and a half to lead to that. And then they pull the curtain back. If we pull the curtain back. It's almost like these are the instruments yeah. of yeah, death yeah. in our well, community. And, and it's so, wild. And so not only do that you see what, big moment what leads yeah. into yeah. that moment, not only sure. do you see what leads into that moment, then you then you then they also show you what happens the immediately afterwards, which is they leave the press conference yep. where he's just like shook their hands and talked about how great they were, and yep. immediately he goes, "Hey, before you leave." You guys are trash. Basically, yeah. he goes, "I hate you. I hope that you're you're a you're like a you know a, a mock a mockery of policemen." Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I gonna think, beat I up your pets. Do- I yeah, think he says. I think what you're doing is is terrible. Uh, He'd rather and, be yeah. hanged by, by his, his prick, prick from the Empire <laughs> State <laughs> Building <laughs> than apologize. Right, yep. right, right. That's, That's brutal. A direct yeah, quote. so you're, you're. I don't think I'd totally rather right. that than that, anything. That that shows maybe the Chrysler. It, it's a framing of yeah. yeah. I think it is. It shows you. It. I mean, at least at least it, it plants in your uh, the idea in your head that hey, everything that you might see yeah might not be the entire picture right because you know what I mean. But also, uh, we're all say, talking about talking this about this. I I am a hundred percent on board right now that this is absolutely a satire. It's I, interesting. I've I rated to bump this movie be. up even even How? more in my favor. Let's just go watch it again. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so podcast over. <laughs> so uh, 
we're all talking about this amazing small detail of the movie that almost makes the movie, which is just that beginning moment of the real footage. Yeah. It's crazy it's fascinating. how well, much that changes the movie. The question then becomes, though, um, like what what perspective do you subscribe to? Because right. it's, it's a satire if you end up being on the side of the the police commissioner or whatever. You know, exactly. Like, is he? Are we supposed to believe that that is the filmmaker right. speaking right. to these characters? Does he have right on his side? Right. Or or do you still believe that Greenberg and Hans, right. Hans still have the right on their side? In which case, it's still not a satire. It's still just uh, like an enumeration of what a sh- what a shitty job the police yes. force is doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even after they get promoted, yep. he's then like, I think you guys are all wrong. And, yep. and it's like, wink? Yeah. Well, thanks for that. You know, thank you. Hi, haters. You know what I mean? Like, I think that it's a it's a really interesting way of looking at it. In that, like, I think that, um, I think the move on Gordon Park's part, and I'm going to totally speak for him right now, <laughs> was that. Please do. I think he loved that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, he, he died in 2006, <laughs> so we're not going to talk to him. He was so old. He was yeah. like 93. 93. That's wow. Great. He was born Life in 1912. Well wow, yeah. healthy man. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, I, I, I think uh, this Huge is how mustache, I this okay. is giant <laughs> pipe. Um, yeah, yeah, mustache almost as big as his pipe. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that there's this great thing that can possibly be seen in this, in that the 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 scene we're we're immediately introduce these characters as heroes. One of the guys is literally wearing a Batman shirt. Yeah, and we are just like as viewers, as an audience, where we are. These people are amazing, and this is going to be great and I can't wait to see these people be these amazing heroes that were introduced to immediately. Oh, they're, well, they're, they're immediately the, the protagonists. They're, they're yeah. fantastic. They're blah, 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 blah. But mm-hmm. I think there's this great thing, this great connection with, hey, civil rights are great, but guess how we got there? It was really weird and dirty and terrible. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's this great thing that he's kind of trying to do, which is just like, here are these two heroes. Like, here are these, you can't ask for anybody better. Mm. But, oh, my God, the way they got here is right. nuts and terrible and dirty, and they did terrible things, and everybody on both sides was, mm. it was nuts. But we eventually got to this point where crime went down? Mm. You know, like, th- something positive mm-hmm. happened of the experience, but at what right. cost? It's a, it's a right, weird right, 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 thing right. happening, like a weird... But it's only because... You know, once again, to jump it back, minutes. that's another thing that, that that The Wire introduced. I can't believe I'm comparing the super cops to The Wire. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, but I mean, that's great, that same thing, though. I mean, if, yeah. if that's the eye that they're trying mm-hmm. to open up, I mean, that, that, that show made me a better person in that way. And who knows, if I saw this in 1974 someone would have that reaction to open up a little bit and really just think about perspective. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about Mm -hmm. anything right now involving any sort of civil rights, it's all just a a shifting in perspective. And any clashes that happen are all because of just different perspectives. And, uh, you know, just to see more perspective opens up that idea. And this movie, in some type uh, of way, does do that, you know? Like you said earlier, like, there's always more to the story you know there's always a little right, more than right, just right. cops and robbers well that's what i there's mean everybody li- look everybody likes guys and wearing black and guys wearing white and then they you know have a gunfight and the winner mm-hmm. is the good guy and that's mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. um but it, it, it's a weird movie where it, it, you want to just you can watch it both ways mm-hmm. you can watch true. it both ways. i think you could yeah. you can yeah mm-hmm. the the it's entertaining enough to just 
forget about the gray? Well, that's the trick of it, is that even if you go, I'm going to abandon my my thoughts of anything in terms of social issues, yeah. and I'm just going to watch a wacky cop it's movie. It's an entertaining It delivers. It's really film. entertaining. Yeah. Nobody ever <laughs> learns when you're being taught stuff. Yeah, you know, exactly. You learn, you learn when it, you want to let it in, it's, and that is a great vehicle for it a, because it's a good movie. It's a movie that I didn't think would have layers, and it had lots of mm-hmm. lots and lots of layers. Well, here's a oh, please. I was go gonna ahead. say I want to add a couple layers actually, if you oh. guys don't mind. Can uh, I drop in? Yeah, I think go I'm on please this thing. do it. Except Black away. Mask. We saw Black Mask yes. together. We did a wonderful episode about it. One of the big questions of Black Mask was 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 Whitey Bulger on the take, right, or was he just pretty much corporate funding his own crime. You right. know, what what way do you what way do you look at that? This is a movie based on a book that was informed by uh Greenberg and, and uh Hans. I think we're going to the same place. Hit me. So this is their perspective. Yeah. This is what they thought went down. This is why they were good. But mm-hmm. if we look at that last scene when they're like, You're under arrest for corruption, they're like, No, 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 you're under arrest for corruption. And it's like everybody's corrupt. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You're corrupt. I'm corrupt, and I'm in therapy. <laughs> it's you know. It's. I wonder how much of that is like, were they actually about to take a bribe, right? Or were uh, they actually yeah. trying mm-hmm. to spring a trap? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when no, based when on they just the, the the point of view of the story. Yes. Uh, yeah. Like when they go. killed those guys in the car. Yeah. Were they actually trying? You know, were they actually going to help them out? Right. Were they planning on murdering those guys, or did it go down like they said, where it was just we're playing this game? Well, because at that, that point, is something that we can't know in any sort of objective sense. At that point in the presented. story, they stop sort of discussing that out loud with each other, right? Yeah. Like early in the story, we get a little bit into their like, oh, okay, they they seem to have their like motives. a yeah, we seem they seem to have good motives in all of this, mm-hmm. but as basically once they break into the Hayes brothers, mm-hmm. from that moment on, we don't get a whole lot of they're back and forth about why they're doing this. Are they actually going after the Cuban? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that what this is about? Mm-hmm. We yeah, don't actually know. Or are they selling out? Right. We don't actually know because we don't hear them talk about that with each other. I think they It'll just do. <laughs> yeah, actually, you right. know what? That is interesting. That maybe, maybe they're, they're just are... constantly moving forward and whatever is to their best benefit they is what they end up doing. They situation and they see if there's a branch off. Right. <laughs> and if there is, if it sounds cool, they go there. Right. Yeah, yeah, like what, like what would have happened? That's how they got there yeah. to begin right, with. Right, because so like what would have happened when they pulled that it? car over if there wasn't a gun in the glove compartment? And I still and it think that Green, I, I, I numerous think, times. I think yeah. for a fact Greenberg knew that car was stolen, and I'm going to tell you why. Ooh, why? Because Ooh. I think I love movie, that you've seen this a million times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've only I've only seen it not that many times, like a thousand. Um, <laughs> I I think that it's kind. Okay, I'm not saying it's for sure, but it can be definitely construed this way it's hinted at earlier that he knows shit about oh, the neighborhood i see by being like where i know where we can have a drug bust. have a oh, drug yeah. bust what is that i think have he a did. Dr- let's have a drug bust guys <laughs> he that's did go to high school with that one guy that's what he said <laughs> he, that's what he well, said but he, he, he got kicked out of he, high school with yeah that exactly one guy, which is a great line which is probably on, we how we ended up being together. a cop <laughs> but he did know that guy's name up front so yeah. like that can almost confirm that he doesn't it wasn't just a shtick and this goes along with my thing earlier that i was saying where it's his last ditch effort to be somebody he's he's Mm -hmm. obviously been through the ringer he knows where people deal drugs he knows all of these things and and on top of that he he takes that knowledge and then i think just kind of runs with the idea of i think he's seen that car a billion times right it's a very specific looking car Mm. and i think that he's just like that's not the driver of that car 
that's a stolen car. <laughs> Even if it hasn't showed up in the report yet, I know for a fact no one else in this neighborhood drives that car. Yeah, except yeah, yeah. for blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that's not him. So there's one. I could buy that, that was definitely like it looked like a that's pimp my car. Weird, that's my and weird It was theory. like an old this white is, man driving the theory. car. So he probably could have I mean cuz he's not a above any sort of profile. You, you think, we, you think he was on the blood. other uh, other side of the fence of the police criminal uh, I divide basically yeah. at some point and then he found his way into the onto the police Yeah, yeah. I can totally I could totally buy that 100%. What if he's actually personally tight with all the criminals and this is just like the week where he was like I'm going to sell everyone out and be the best cop. And so he just joins and he was like, "Yeah, I know where that guy's at. He's got a million guns. Let's shoot him." And someone under the pier dared him. Yeah, yeah. I'm a cop. <laughs> Dude, you can't do that. <laughs> That's not, not happening. Bad. This joke is a cop. No. This joke is a cop. We can all be cops. You don't think I could be cop? Well, now I'm doing the... <laughs> 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 uh, well, you don't think I could be a cop? Well, that's what? so. That is the other layer to add to this, though. By the way, is is this is based on a There's book? There's more that, layers. This is a seven layer. Uh, uh, this is based on a cake, book cake. that they wrote. They they wrote this book. Uh, this is based on this book, and the whole reason that this book exists, from yeah. what I read, yeah. is um, that scene towards the end of the movie where uh, Greenberg is, you know, supposedly going to meet the uh, the Cuban. Right. With uh, uh, the Hayes brothers guys. Right. Uh, and ends up, him and Hans end up having to murder those guys. Uh, right. In, in what appears to be self-defense in that right. scene. Right. In the movie, uh, Greenberg is being killed. He's by being the Hayes choked brothers. to death. Yeah. And then, luckily, Hans steps in. Steps in. And, and shoots uh, one in the back. One. Really does a mess of that parallel park job. Yeah, Hans just he goes in nose first and gives up. Can we also talk about the brutal violence in that scene? Yeah, 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 that's the most violence that we see. And I think there's a reason for that. It's uh, it's what I'm getting to. I think there's a reason for that. It's because that that is a real murder that definitely occurred. Right. uh, That they were in real life accused of committing as a murder, not as self-defense. Right. 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 Uh, right. And so they and they told this story about it being self-defense. They wrote this book about it being self-defense. That is about their whole careers as cops and how they were mm-hmm. these great cops and mm-hmm. look at all this mm-hmm. stuff they accomplished in this short amount of time. We were known as Batman and Robin. Right. Uh, so you have, so basically you have these two cops that fancy themselves hero cops, write a book about how they're hero cops, and then you have this director come in who decides to make their story yeah, and then yeah, yeah. when you really look at it in full view of everything, it almost feels like he smells the bullshit on their book yeah. and adapts it into a satire mm. of... Right, like that—that's yeah. my that. That's or that's you know, it's funny. There's a, a, a scene explicitly on... earlier that I completely forgot about. Yeah. That's popping in my head now. Uh, when they first do the bust under the pier, yeah, where they go undercover as gas station men mm-hmm. who look exactly Texaco. like cops. Like those look like yep. cop uniforms. Yes, I was confused when they first presented yep. that, yeah. uh, and because uh, it was a little blurry. Yeah. But uh, they after that scene, they go back and the the guy's like, well, I know what happened. Yeah, you uh, you know, they uh, sprung it on you and then you took him down. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and they just kind of go with it. And I think even some of the corrupt cops kind yep. of have a pushback, like, yeah, sure, that's what happened. Yep. And they're just like, what are you talking about? We're well, fun. there's that, but fun there's guys. that scene where Let's he plays turn- ball. But he turns <laughs> to the guy and he's like, well, that's what they all say. Yeah, yeah. So he, they're all just like, oh yeah, this it's is, basically they're just like, that's really great you did this, but this is how it's gonna play out. The whole yeah, time yeah, yeah. I was watching, you're, you're done, you dummies. Yeah, like, but they immediately subscribe to, a, to corruption. But just it's boom. a wild yeah. scene where it's like the only scene in the movie where they're in a room with competent cops, mm-hmm. where the cops are just like, we've been through this a hundred times. You think you've the first people that are ever tried to like round somebody up? 
Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. This is what's gonna happen. That's part of the business. This yeah. is like this is we're we're they were like the they were the teachers in the teachers lounge that aren't allowed to teach anymore but they just hang out in the lounge to get paid mm-hmm. they're just kind of like yeah we all know what's gonna happen you're gonna do this and they're gonna do that and then they're gonna go free and then that's they're just jaded yeah, yeah, yeah. but at the same it's time they're still usual. confident they're just still just like but we still know what's gonna happen like it's it's a weird moment where like they're shown being with other detectives the detectives that they strive to be for and even those detectives are like eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, it's just their job well and I, I think that those detectives are are depicted to be sort of corrupt by laziness if that makes sense sure. that they jaded. are yeah, that they jaded, are yeah. jaded yeah. you know and mm-hmm. and i think that they yeah um, all those dudes much like the the their captain mm-hmm. who we later find out is like he he is was a was a super cop yeah yeah actually i have a Got i have jaded, a one of my favorite lines is when he says to them after he tests them for their yeah. for their you know <laughs> loyalty on tv once and he's he such says, a good cop that's what he does <laughs> things he sees on tv irv krasner is in your corner. In your corner. Because yeah. yeah. he, and he's a guy who who already said, like, yeah, I saw it on TV. I, I yeah. saw that. Tr- Everybody in this, like, at least the three of them are, have all seen cop shows. Yeah. Like, this whole thing is informed by oh, yeah. how right. they love yeah. to be in cop shows. Okay, so that leads me to believe why, just to cut in real quick, why Hans is a cop. I think he saw it on some shows. Yeah, I yeah think he probably. Was like, I guess I'll just go do that. Yeah. yeah. And then he met Knucklehead Greenberg. Yeah, <laughs> he was and like, I saw it. They went. Well, he's uh, Krantz saw it on TV. Greenberg saw it in a movie. I just feel and like they gr- just kind of <laughs> got crazy together. Greenberg would be the one that just like his star would burn out way too fast, and he mm. just disappear from the earth. And then Hans would be the one with like grandkids and be like, I knew this guy Greenberg once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got into some crazy shit. I had to cut his leg off. <laughs> yeah. uh, he was dying of a heroin overdose. His leg was rotting <laughs> off. But uh, what, what was weird though is as soon as this movie ended, because I didn't have a concept of who Ron Liebman was, my first thought was, I got to see if he's still alive. Because I expected, yeah. based on the performance of Greenberg, that that actor died three weeks after <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, that his heart exploded. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. unknown causes. Yeah. It was just, uh, oh, yeah. My only was just experience a with Ron Liebman, other than Friends, was him as, I'm going to get the name. I think the character's name was Eduardo. I might be wrong. But in Zorro the Gay Blade. Oh. <laughs> which uh, I'm going to seek it out now because of Liebman. Don't watch that yep. movie. <laughs> Done. Too late. <laughs> it's Done. It will not I'm downloading up. it from in my phone so right now. In so many ways. <laughs> it, it's in the title. It but is Liebman up. in it? <laughs> Done. Liebman's in it. Liebman plays Done. the villain in it. Oh, done. Ooh, that's cool. Done. Does I he do, have the same I, mustache? I, I, I do remember him being quite good. <laughs> done. It's happening. <laughs> it's totally Same time next week. Yeah, yeah. You guys ready? <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Let's watch so it. I want to peel a final layer off the satire onion, which yes. is yes. that uh, both of these men. Like green, that paper, the onion? It's a satire. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, Not anymore after onion. that company bought it. <laughs> yeah, that's such a ridiculous idea, too. <laughs> so we, can't, we don't have time to get into that. But. <laughs> uh, Drake bought it. When the onion <laughs> yeah. can be bought, I mean, what, what hope do we have? <laughs> really wish I hadn't said onion four minutes Peel ago. Uh, Dice that onion. Dice it. Um, the, uh, the, oh, uh, so Greenberg and, uh, now what's the other guy's name? I can't, uh, Hans. Hans. Uh, were both arrested uh, in their, uh, like, later in life. Uh, Hans, I believe, was arrested for marijuana possession, which okay. is like in you know, the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah, which is like whatever. But it, well, they made it clear that he never busted anyone for pot, not once. You that can was Greenberg. That. Yeah, it was Greenberg. But I mean, you know, I'm sure they judged. Right. Uh, 
Green bud. My point being, they were both cops, right? That made a career on drug busts. So it 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 does mm. seem pretty shameful that you would you would eventually get arrested for possession of marijuana. Oh, of course. Uh, but the but then Greenberg uh, was investigated by Internal Affairs while still a police officer for. Uh, mail fraud of some kind, and then was and then was reinvestigated, and I believe put in jail for four years for wow. mail and insurance fraud. Uh, and something about a VHS replication. Yes, service? yes, yeah. He owned <laughs> some front, sort of. Some I got sort? French movies. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got oh, French movies. Oh my god! I'm there so you glad go. you brought that up. Yep. That's. That's, Maybe that's crazy to think about. One of though. my favorite scenes of the I movie. believe it. So it's like, I don't know. That adds a little bit to that that's, satire yeah, to insane. me that They're maybe corrupt. these guys are. Just, maybe. You know, I don't know. It's just interesting to me. History you know? is written by the winner. That's what they yeah, always right. say. And these guys, at least in the moment that this For book a happened, time, were the winners. They were the winners. Yeah. So they were able to paint the picture. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a wacky one. And it's supposedly just... they were the inspiration for Starsky and Hutch, by the way. It, it, so... They look like it. Yeah, they, yeah it's, it's 100% that. He's just crazy. He's like a step away from being like a crazy homeless person, yeah. like Greenberg. Because it's just like, just think about that where he got busted for like VHS replicated. It's like, it's literally, it's like somebody being like, hey! That guy just stole that purse and then turn around going, DVDs, DVDs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, he's, he's like, all right, listen, anybody who wants five DVDs for $20, stay right here. I got to go point a gun at this person for a while and, and do a civ- civilian, you know, the rest. But I'll be right back and I have batteries and DVDs and also I'm selling oils. Oils, anybody oils. You know what I mean? Like, he's just that, he's that crazy. I made these meat but pies. He, he quit being a cop. Yes, he quit. Blue, he did, which is like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Was VHS? Like that's like uh, a big industry deal. was taken off. I'm but sure, it, it was, sure by it, the way, after being investigated for mail fraud. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was insulted by. I'm sure, he like felt that. constrained by. It's such a weird. Mm-hmm. It's such a. I'm gonna get all weird conspiracy theorist on this. Um, it's such a weird, uh, almost non. It doesn't sound like a crime. It really mail fraud. I don't know. It, it doesn't <laughs> oh. quite. It just sounds well, like it one can of be a, a multi. Yeah, thing, actually, it yeah. sounds like. I'm, I'm sure. Wait, you like <laughs> I'm you sure. like put the wrong address in my and send head, it to the other address. Head, I don't get he's it. Opening his neighbor's mail. Right. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So it's like you take a picture of a stamp with your phone. I just love and the, then uh, you glue your phone to an envelope. I, and it's a free I, stamp. I just want the movie to continue in my head where <laughs> they try. I actually really don't know mail fraud. Right, right. They try and get him on dumb stuff afterwards to make him pay, and they come up with dumb shit like mail fraud and VHS <laughs> replication services and he's like I don't want to be a cop anymore this is crazy you guys are silly and then that's that's my movie yeah. fair, fair enough character. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, to, I refuse to believe it's all real well what I what I do what I do love ultimately then though is in the discussion of is it a satire or not is the movie is called The Super Cops right. and it becomes a question of is that a sarcastic title or not? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. is this a story about the guys known as Batman and Robin? So we refer to them as what the super like, cops because they're the best of them. They're I, the super cops. They can the do what cops. most cops can't do. Yeah. Or is it like a couple of super fucking cops, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah great yeah. job cleaning <laughs> up think, our fucking city. What are you, a bunch of super cops? Yeah. Yeah. I, think like in, I think in 2016, if we released a, a movie right yes. now that was it's called The Super Cops, it would completely be... Yes, soaking in sarcasm. Like, would, like we, and it would all be star like, the rock. Oh, it's the super cop. You know, yeah. it, 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 there's no way you can release. It would be the super duper. Mm. Cop. It wouldn't be Ernest movie yep. that's called Super Cops these days. But I think back then probably you could it have. was. It probably wasn't Ernest because yeah. you know what I mean it, it would, would be pro- Mark it, Wahlberg and Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> would watch. <laughs> would watch. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> what are you from England? <laughs> Why do you talk like that? You're from England. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the best Mark Wahlberg it can get. It'll turn into Pacino soon. <laughs> 
Disgusting. We were doing. I, the other day, I accidentally stumbled across a Kurt Russell, and I've been fighting to get it back. Oh, Remember, yeah. we were yes. doing Kurt Russell. If, yeah, you got a voice. Like if, crack, if, your voice has to crack. Well, it was it, the whole idea was that Spider-Man would pull off his mask in the in the uh, you know in the new uh, yeah. Civil War or whatever, and it would just be Kurt Russell, and he'd be like, "Yeah, it's me, Spider-Man." And I, I can't do it now, yeah. but it was like it was pretty good. That's pretty. I, I want to try yeah. and do it. Go for it. Oh, should I? Yeah. Mary Jane, oh, yeah, what it's am I gonna, me, Spider Man. You're Kurt Russell. Sorry, uh, uh, did I blow your ears yes. there? Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, make your voice crack. It's a weird thing. Some people can do it really, really well. I've heard really good impressions of them. Uh, oh yeah, you're an sorry. octopus. Well, I'm a spider. <laughs> Let's see how this all shakes out. <laughs> That's pretty good. Is it okay? I'm gonna yeah, work on it. Like it. We'll tune in next time, <laughs> and hopefully it'll be better. I've literally been working on it a lot. <laughs> Mine That's was why. Better. That's why it it, it came <laughs> out without really a tag. I want to bring up one last thing before we close out on this Please. movie because I I. I thought it was here when I okay. So I uh, this was the second time I watched this movie. Mm-hmm. I watched it last night. I watched it again tonight. And last night when I watched it, this is I, the first time I've watched a movie twice in a row in a long time. Me That's too. Saying something. Me too. And it didn't and feel it, like it was going to be totally a chore. held up. No, it was yeah. like fun to watch a second time. I started craving it the more I watched it. It was really <laughs> weird. No, I did. I I, I at this after the second time I watched it, it was there were so many other things to look at in this movie. There's so much going on in all these scenes. Whether or not you want to stare at the amazing just New York in the 70s. Mm, Also, the whatever that film stock that they used was then, which just is insane looking. Um, But then also the the performances, which are great. The weird background stuff with the extras going on. Um, The the framing, the cinematography is terrific. There's so many great shots in it. You mentioned that numerous times. uh, Just like where they actually placed the camera. You were got this photographer Mm -hmm. that like uh, him and I don't know who were other famous photographers slash directors um there's more um very visual uh, kubrick kubrick was a, okay. a, a right. photographer mm-hmm. before he was a director so mm-hmm. there's all this mm-hmm. great stuff happening in these movies like just good point yeah it's just framed really well yeah uh so uh <laughs> you're ready to explode at this point uh, no i know i sorry i was uh, no, i was good. also trying to fix the microphones too yeah, yeah uh yeah. the so the um so anyway the framing of the movie <laughs> <laughs> the the first time i saw the movie i thought it's i like saw kevin hart no I, <laughs> I thought i saw this in it and then and i wasn't sure and mm-hmm. then i brought it up to you guys before we started watching it again and you oh, all yeah. were in total agreement with me and i was like oh thank god that i wasn't just like reading that mistakenly I think there's a lot of gay subtext to the oh, relationship absolutely. between sure. Greenberg and Hans in this there's movie. There's no way to read that the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's if midway through the movie they just started sucking each other's dicks, yeah. it would be 30 seconds before I was like, oh shit, they're sucking each yeah. other's dicks. Because well, they just love each other. Guys, <laughs> guys, I, I, I guys, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's really good. I love it. I love every moment. They're not just moment. buddy cops. They're fuck buddy cops. Yeah. <laughs> there are these, That's a great there idea. Are these I gotta, moments... I you gotta um, run. I gotta run. Sorry. Okay. Oh, no. Fine. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug real quick? Uh, just that show that you're probably gonna plug on March 18th. March 18th. Uh, Brittany yes. Crick. I uh, will. Yes. Anyway, so we're gonna be out in Lancaster March Sorry. 18th. Uh, yeah. See you, Pete. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Pete. Bye. Bye, Pete Seal. Watch out for. Yeah. Guys, let's talk about Pete. <laughs> He's off to fight crime. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I basically I was like, Pete, we're doing a movie uh, from the 70s about cops. Oh, yeah. I think you have to see it. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to watch that. I'm glad. I'm glad he oh, did. Oh, he's back. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Flip that on, off. Pete. Flip it on. It's off. Here, okay. Here I was just going to say real quick, because then I heard you mention that as I was going to the steps. Uh, my uh, my final point about this movie is it is 
anti-police but pro-cop. Oh, interesting. Uh, I love that. Which is why when we were talking about it, I was like, I definitely want to see it I, because I tend to be pro-police. Yes, anti-cop. anti-cop. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a whole other discussion. That is hilarious. And Mind what an blown. interesting way to frame that. That's, that's we should end that down right that. now. Yeah, that Done. is such a great way to frame that. He plans that is, Wow. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go up the stairs. I'm yes. Ten. You guys, I think Pete might be a super cop. <laughs> He's, he might be a super cop. Would he be Greenberg or would he be uh, he'd be handsome he'd because be he'd be like, "Oh, he's not going to do anything crazy." Oh my God, he shot a dog. And yeah. it's like, what? <laughs> I do. Uh, if Greenberg shot a dog midway through the movie and was just like, "Wow, it's a dog," <laughs> that would have been horrible. <laughs> but at the same time, you would have been like, "Okay, here yeah. go." Uh, but I do. So I think there's quite a bit of gay subtext there just to the way is. that, and it, it, you know, I don't even want to talk about that too much because I, I don't know. I don't know what there is to that necessarily as much as it just it it reads as sort of a um you know a, a disguised kind of like homosexual mm. relationship. Well, me. I think it's it's what we now refer to in movies as a bromance. Yes. Because there is something funny when Jonah Hill goes boop on on Mike, Michael Sears nose, it's funny. You know, it's a bromance, it's romantic. And part of the humor of it is that they're such good friends that at every moment it looks like they just might fuck. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's a silly thing. And so I think in a post the normalization of homosexuality world, mm-hmm. when we see that, it rings as like, man, these guys are into it because we're we're comfortable with it now. You know, the majority of us are, and 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 I mean us in the sense I'm not saying everyone at this table. Oh no, I am. <laughs> but um, uh, but you know what I'm Me saying? Too. Like now when we see that. We all have a, a gaydar, if you will, sure. and that that stuff sets it mm-hmm. off. Whereas in 1974, it was just like these guys are good buddies, right? I, you know, perchance, there's yeah, just, yeah. But if it's a satire, there's also the thing like, yeah, all of these cops just fucking. Oh, that's each true. Other. It could be that if too. It's a sat- I don't know. You know it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's in, oh, that's interesting. But the thing yeah. is, either way, like it is there. I think it is. It's a hundred percent there, and it. I would say on purpose, no matter I how, so, how you yeah. do it. I, I, I don't think that's arguable. It's yeah. I, I might. I think, uh, d- and this is just a curiosity of mine. Is it like? Is this a choice? The actors are ma- like. It, my curiosity mm-hmm. comes down to like. Is it a choice that just the actors are making? Uh, because there are no gay roles at the time, so like you know they they sort of subtly put sort of uh, some homosexuality into straight roles, mm. uh, stuff which is a thing supposedly that happened a lot in the sixties and seventies. I, I have more of a curiosity about like how and why that gay subtext ends up in the movie, you mm-hmm. know, uh, which I, I, I don't have a good read on just from the movie itself. I, I, I think I would like to sort of investigate that somehow. I don't know mm-hmm. what you, you know, I don't know who I would look up who wrote it. Uh, yeah. That's, I would be See curious what, what to look up who it. wrote it. And, and, uh, if, uh, you know, if the director of Gordon had done anything else like that in his career mm-hmm. or anything, I'd be curious, you know, mm-hmm. I um, think that, um, that all that stuff was to show, uh, Greenberg being really aggressive in his friendship with Hans, much like he does the entire movie, and how passive Hans is mm-hmm. constantly. That's, That's true. Interesting. It does emphasize that for sure. To the point where there's a scene. I mean, there's a couple scenes. There's. I'm oh, sorry. There we go. There we go. <laughs> there's a couple scenes where his hand is on Hans's. Greenberg's hand is on Hans's shoulder for what seems like um thirty seconds. Oh, a real long mm-hmm. time. Really At one point, time. when they're sitting in the car, Hans actually looks at his hand and makes a like, huh, face, and then <laughs> yeah. immediately makes a eh, yeah. face, and then just gets into it. And then two uh, scenes where Greenberg pinches his cheek. Yeah, 
pinch oh yeah no i love that it, though, no i've had friends before that are like blowhards that as a joke will do it like yeah whatever and you're like okay but if there's no reaction but there's at all no from yeah him. there's none it's of like that it's kind of like okay i'm just gonna roll with this yeah and here we go we're just gonna keep going i don't know where this is gonna take me i'm pretty sure that if greenberg had shot a dog hans would have been like oh, i guess i'm just gonna start shooting dogs now mm-hmm. i think that's like, gonna be a thing <laughs> mm-hmm. i i I, there, I don't know. There's a, there's a. If I was Hans, Hans the would real just be like, yeah, I guess it's not gonna play fetch again. And then they'd laugh and and you'd be like, that was we. Oh, they're moving. <laughs> if I they're was jumping the off buildings. Go, go, <laughs> keep if, up. If I was the real life Hans, I, I'm not sure I would like this movie very much. It, true. Yeah. Uh, unless, unless that's how it was. Right. Yeah. Unless that's you how know? it was. Well, unless what if he was like, I don't really like this, and then real life True, Greenberg yeah. was like, Don't worry about it, babe, and he was like, You're right. <laughs> I love that. Just, that's that's the best possible yeah. outcome of this. He ever. Makes him a At the premiere, he's like, Don't worry. About it. He reaches over his popcorn. He's like, Eh, he pinches yeah. his cheek. Yeah, we'll just keep watching this premiere and get out of here. You knucklehead. <laughs> but also, I want to talk about real quick. Um, before we, you can before you tell me to stop talking about this movie. <laughs> um, uh, how the hand, real life hands is a certain looking person and 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 movie hands is kind of whatever it's about close enough but the real life greenberg is tall and like built like oh yeah he uh-huh. works out this guy and then you have Liebman. Oh, yeah. He looks exactly there's like a, Jim Carrey in the bathroom <laughs> scene of The Cable Guy. There's a moment in the movie. Exactly. There's Same a, clothes. There's a moment in the movie where he's wearing... Uh, it's it's right when that horrible scene happens where that like horrible cop is is feeling extra... He's getting extra feely with the uh, perpetrator. Mm, girl. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Greenberg walks up all threatening, but he's wearing a, a cop uniform that is like... F- it looks like it's five sizes too big for him. And he's swimming in it. Like, they couldn't. Well, it's not his uniform. He showed up and they were like, this is a uniform building. So they just gave him one. And it was a little too I'm big. I'm pretty sure that they just put out an open casting call and everyone just kind of did whatever. And then he came in and did what he does throughout the whole movie. And they were like, we don't care if he looks like him or not. Just, just cast him. He's this perfect. Hey. He's perfect. This, this movie writes itself. <laughs> That's the thing. I bet they had half a script. And they were like, this is only half a script. What are we going to do? Like, don't worry. Yeah. He pinched his cheek we got and he Liebman. said, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. Whoa, we got ourselves a movie. We got Liebman. Yeah. Who's Liebman? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's this guy. Oh, great. That's don't great. worry about it. Yeah, don't. Just don't worry he about it. He skates in like, someone say my name. Like, oh, <laughs> Super Cops is made. Hey, what's happening, baby? That's his like, favorite, my favorite line. He says it like three times in the movie. Hey, what's happening, baby? <laughs> or he says, at one point he changes it up and he goes, hey, come what's up, baby? Yeah. yeah. It's so great. It's so great. He uh, he reminded me of uh, Bill Murray and <laughs> Ghostbusters a lot. Yes, a little bit. Oh yeah, kind of sure. Similar that's kind yeah, of yeah, that's, that's kind great. of flippant yeah, performance. Yeah, there's there's mm-hmm. just this wild lightning happening yeah. through the whole performance. It's really neat. Well, he does the and I'm gonna pull my mic away because it's gonna get loud. Oh please! But when uh, he's like, uh, you know, I know where we could find some uh, where we could find some it's some dopers. Together. He's like, oh, it's uh, you know where I grew up, and it's like, One, oh, where's that? Two, three. Coney Island! Smash cut to Coney Island. And he delivers the Wonder it with like, <laughs> like he delivers it like it's Disney World and he's the president of <laughs> Disney World. <laughs> like but it's Willy Coney Wonka, Island and he's, and he's like, going there to buy heroin in an entrapment scheme. Yeah. <laughs> Come with me and you'll see uh, Coney Island! <laughs> oh man. <laughs> He's, it's also by the way five dollars five dollars for a bag of heroin that sounds like a great price to me i don't know I don't why know they were trying to haggle no them down idea. to three 
Especially in the 70s new crisis, I know. There's a gas like, crisis. We're talking about three. What the fuck are you doing? He, he like flips out on him. because like, we got like, five. He's like, hey, he's putting you on. We have all the money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we just get this drug shit. deal happening? <laughs> I thought that was funny both what times you I watched it. What are trying to eat the shit out of my yeah. ass with a goddamn spoon? Three dollars. Like, what is he, what is he <laughs> yeah. saying? Also, by the way. Nobody would ever sell anything to anybody that looked like David Selby. He looks like a cop. <laughs> he just, he's got those piercing blue eyes. In that scene, too, he says to him, because like, Selby looks a little nervous. And yeah, he's, he's like, like hey, don't, don't worry, worry about, about it. Him. Be cool. <laughs> and then uh, he, you know, just be cool. And then in the, immediately when the guy's like, we got fives, he just is not cool. Yeah. No. Like Sel- <laughs> and then Selby's totally Selby's cool. Selby's the cool one. Quietly. I never even thought about that, that it just completely switches yeah. at a like, moment's Don't worry notice. about it. Be cool. And then immediately gives him shit. <laughs> and it's like totally uncool. <laughs> oh, what are you talking? If you've ever been in a drug <laughs> transaction before, you don't negotiate. It's no. just one of the unspoken and then, rules. And, and then he 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 tries to justify his behavior by being like, "Hey, man, we're just been a little dry, man." Yeah. <laughs> like he's like, "I got it bad," or something. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he does say, "I've got it bad." He's like, "We're in real deep <laughs> no, he here." Said, yeah, we're in, that's my favorite line. We're in real deep here. <laughs> like we don't know what's going on. <laughs> one thing that I noticed in in one scene, they're in the locker room kind of area, like getting done after a shift. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, Krantz is trying to thread his shoe, but it's clear that he lost the tip of his shoelace. <laughs> because during the whole scene, Greenberg's just rattling off about <laughs> fuck all. And he's doing the thing where you twist the end of it and, mm-hmm. and pull it out. And then he finally ties his shoe. <laughs> and he gets all that done and then delivers his line. And it was like, I don't know if that was being coached by the director right. like do that. Or if the direct direction was like, just put on your shoe. And he was such a goddamn professional that <laughs> even though he couldn't, he just worked with it. Yeah. And the whole time, it, it was just, it was the perfect microcosm of their relationship because Greenberg is just spewing shit yeah. out of his mouth as he's just silently just doing the work, mm-hmm. getting shit done. Oh, it so was very cool. But this. there was such an attention to the background throughout yes. the movie that I wondered the drug dealer perhaps that, that, that drank, was on purpose. The drug dealer that drank milk? Yes. The, yeah. the, 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 mm-hmm. He always Twice. had milk. Twice. In the movie. He had a carton of milk. <laughs> he had a carton of he's milk. Like, they call me creamy. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they call you that? Nah, I'm he always drinking milk. You want favorite, some heroin? He, he also had one of my favorite lines in the movie where uh, uh, Greenberg says to him, uh, tell me about this Cuban man. He's like, he's a Cuban man, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he drinks his milk. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> That's creamy. <laughs> I'm curious if uh, that the sort of the main Hayes brother was the inspiration for Marcellus Wallace. He was dressed like him, he, like just like yeah. him. He had the turtleneck. He had the big gold earring. I feel like a holster on his side mm-hmm. for a lighter. Yep. I mean, you know, such Tarantino a Marcellus Wallace to have seen this movie. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It had yeah. to have happened. And yeah. also, and he's he's cool as a cucumber the whole time, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. Marcellus yep. Wallace. It's great. He's, he's I, not afraid of cops. I loved this movie. I'm so glad that you yeah. recommended this and brought it to us. I really I'm so enjoyed glad it. To, to spread this movie around. Yeah, it's rare that you get. This I will weird... watch it again. Oh, I totally and, will. And it, it will. I happen. can't wait to show people who haven't okay. seen it so mm-hmm. I can watch this them watch what, it. That's one of my why favorite I'm things. Here because it was one of those movies. Where it's like I need to show people this. Mm-hmm. It's so good, <laughs> and it's it's so it's it's not it's not surface it's surface good, but it's more than that, which is great. Like you don't see a lot of you don't see a lot of those movies come along very often especially though not in this kind of genre of like low budget cop stuff usually it just has one tone or it just is trying to just do one thing and it sometimes it succeeds and doesn't or some other times it doesn't but this one does so many different things really well and that's so weird in a movie much less this kind of like nobody knows about movie mm-hmm. anyway, whatever it has all the acting it has crazy weird action 
that you don't even realize but is action, but it's exciting. Right. It has yeah, 100%, yeah. <laughs> even if it's not going for the same thing, it has 100% of the same appeal as a filmmaker like Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. We frequently talk about him on this show simply because um, you know, it, it is the movie movie. Yeah. It is a movie that is yeah. using every aspect of the medium mm-hmm. to deliver entertainment. Use all the buffers. and Exactly. Just using everything that it can yeah. to deliver whatever its message may be. And even if you don't get the message, it's still... It's still going to fulfill every, you know. It uses all of it. It's that's it's it's a perfect candidate for this show. It's, it's perfect. A, it, it distills, I agree. It distills things down really great, and that's what Edgar Wright does. He mm-hmm. he just blends a bunch of stuff, and he's like, "What is the what makes this specific thing that I like tick?" Mm-hmm. And somehow gets the essence of that. And, and well, and it fills it. every moment. There was never a point where I felt like we were just waiting to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie does have a strange structure, but even so, like, even though the structure itself is a little bit jarring the first time you watch it, it still has. Uh, it's like episodes. There's never a point where I'm just like, strange. I'm bored. It, it's right. always like, well, there's just shit going, you know, well, boom, it's, boom, it's, boom. It's and like that, a, it's a to procedural, me, it, right? but it's filled with action. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But every single thing that they're doing is super action y. It's not just like a bunch of dudes standing around a body being like, I don't know how I got here. It's like. It's the complete opposite of that. It's people running way. like Muppets and it's throwing bullets. <laughs> yeah, it really it does look like they're on marionettes when they run. <laughs> it's amazing. And and uh, that scene when we first see them running with the sniper, it, that is the worst sniper in the world. He hasn't shot anybody. He's well, he shot around feet some people. In the air. He shot at people. He shot I, at the girl that was talking on the phone and missed I think it's funny that snipers were at one point like a legitimate fear people had in the seventies. It's a weird thing to hear now. It's a sniper. Yeah, because but like you also don't think to hear it in that time. Well, I know. Well, that's that. the reason I say that though is because that's the plot line of the first Dirty Harry movie. Right. Sure. Uh, that is one of the little plot lines in this movie. Uh, there's something else I was thinking too when it, when I saw it last night. There's like another movie from this time period that's like a cop movie, and the like one of the scenarios is there's a sniper. Mm-hmm. It's wow. there was like a common fear i guess we had in the 70s that was one of the one of the last things i want to touch upon this movie is that like so you got like you know you have your dirty harrys and you have your uh uh uh, uh <laughs> what's the um death charles, wish death death wish charles bronson yes mm-hmm. um you have your death wishes and so there are these movies about this guy that's changing everything because uh but they're it's so different because it's these movies where this guy, something bad happened to this person. Mm-hmm. Something terrible happened to this person. Mm-hmm. And they're taking matters in their own hands and they're going to be a vigilante and they're going to change everything. And then you have this movie, which is like, they're going to change everything. They're, they're sick of the system. They're sick of everything. They're taking matters in their own hands. We don't think anything bad's happened to them ever. Yeah, they're just they're right. doing it. Mm-hmm. Doing one, it because they them, can. One of them may have had a rough time. I think that, that <laughs> Greenberg actually was like blacked out and he woke up in that class. <laughs> right. And they were like, tall guys to the front. He was like, I'm a tall fucking guy. Yeah. yeah. And just yeah, yeah. beer muscled his way in. <laughs> oh, God. No, y- y- you're same, right, though. It, it's, it's, so, it's so different um, than those movies, uh, even though it's kind of the and same. And that vengeance fact- factor tends to gloss over the ethical problems right. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, when Batman kind of, you know, we root for Batman because his parents got killed by this city. We want him to fix the right. city. We root for Taken because Taken's daughter was uh, kidnapped, and um, yeah, and he uh, like, and, like, and so like five times or something. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, but the thing is, because these guys are so demonstra- demonstrably bad via the you know revenge, Kill Bill, by all 
by all definitions, the bride is a terrible person. Yeah. Yep. I mean, she's sure. awful. Yeah. But she's she's honorable and she's mm-hmm. vengeance and, mm-hmm. and what happened to her was so horrifying that it, it purchases that. You this movie doesn't have slide. that. Right. And I think but if it is a satire, that's on purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to purchase that. Right. We want to have this conversation. It's also this weird conversation where it's like, what if Batman was doing what he was doing but nothing bad happened to him? Oh, uh, <laughs> it would be the Adam West Batman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, that <laughs> what is... if he was just as brutal and just did these horrible things to justify the means, as you said earlier about these characters that we're watching tonight, um, that we watched tonight, but like, but also, just like, yeah, what if you add that other component that this movie has, which is like, we don't think anything bad's happened to him. Mm. He's just doing this crazy stuff because the system's not working. And, it's their and passion. It's it's a it's, it's just a, their passion. It's a it's a weird conversation to have um, where you are talking about vigilantism, and also just on top of that, uh, if nothing justifies you being that, is it? Is it just as okay, or is it mm. not? Is it terrible? Is does it how how much does it change like the outcome? Which is why it's like you watch your Dirty Harry's and you're like, oh god, is his wife dies? Or not? I, don't know, I don't remember. I can't remember either. <laughs> well, in Death Wish, it's just the most recent person that he's had sex with or fathered right. gets killed, and then he goes on. It's hundred percent. Yeah, and and I think in in yeah yeah. Anyway, um, but like you're just like, oh, I feel really bad if that happened to me. I'd go crazy. Oh, look, he's going crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in this one, it's like. Oh man, I really want to be a cop and go crazy. Oh wait, he's going crazy. He's and crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's a strange jump. It's it's a neat little trick the movie does. It's strange. I I loved this. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm uh I this emptied the tank is on terrible. it. Terrible. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> do we have time to do a quick rattling off of of Oscar picks? Go for it. I, I don't even want to have input. Go. Well, no, no, no. We we can. This will be easy because I got them all right here. Cool. All right. So here we go. So the Oscars are this Sunday. By the time you listen to this, you might be able to know whether we are right or not. So uh, uh, best original screenplay, Bridge of Spies, Ex Machina, Inside Out, Spotlight, or Straight Outta Compton? Wait, are we, so are we picking what we want to win or what we think will win? (laughs) I think, I mean, I, I, there's no way to predict what we think will win. The Academy is absolutely unpredictable. That's true. We're trying to get, just try and get the most right. My pick, just like what I want to win, hands down, Ex Machina. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Yeah, that is a beautiful script. Let's try and win points. That's who I want to win. Who do I think is going to win? Probably Spotlight. Okay. So we can do both. All right. Let's do both. Adapted screenplay. The Big Short. Wait, Brooklyn. I didn't get to say mine. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Go for it. It's gonna be. Uh, wait, name name them all again. Bridge of Spies, Ex Machina, Inside Out, Spotlight, and Straight Outta Compton. Spotlight. Spotlight. Boom. Is that what you want? I haven't seen any of these movies. Ah, ah, ah. Best adapted <laughs> screenplay. Big Short, Brooklyn, Carol, The Martian, or Room. I'm gonna pick The Martian for what I want to win because I think it's the only one I saw out of all those actually. I'm picking. I want The Big Short to win. Oh, I saw the big um, short. Yeah, but the Martian—that's like my. If that won, I'd be happy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had. Oh, actually, I read Room. Um, I mean, that's that was that was a good adaptation, but I I think it's going to end up going to the big short. Actually, yeah, that seems to be a pretty popular vote right now. It, actually, it, like exploded yeah. when it came out. Uh, the Martian. Martian. I I think that because of the weird story it has, getting to becoming a movie. Fair enough. I think it's going to be like this. I don't, know. I don't think that movie's going to get very many awards, but I think it'll probably get something like that. It it might even come home with the director award. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah. well, we'll get there. Here it is: dir- directing, Big Short, Mad Max, Revenant, Room, or Spotlight. I honestly think that I I want and think that Mad Max will win. That's what I want. Mm. Um, 
I and this is director, right? Director. Dur- yeah, it that, could it could end up at Revenant. It could end up at Revenant, and I would re- if Revenant's going to win. I mean, for that's some an impressive win. directing guy, job. I think guy, it's cinematography is 100%. what that should win for. Did if that it's going to win, for, win something. for Gravity, yes, he did win for Gravity. No, no, no. well, Inuritu didn't win. For the gravity. cinematographer, cinematographer did. did yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I I think Mad Max might do it. I mean, that is that movie really took oh, yeah. the world by storm mm-hmm. quickly and early. And I think if they're going to give that movie an award, that's probably the one they're going to get. That's the it. one. I mean, yeah. that is George and Miller. That's the really one it probably deserves. Was was big yeah. on that. That being said, I would not be upset. I'd be upset with if any of them won, but Mad Max. But I'd be least upset if it went to the Big Short once again. Yeah, that was impressive. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be uh I want it to be Mad Max but I think it's going to end up being The Room. Yes. Not The Room. Or it's just Barry room. Mid-Fart. No, no, uh, The Room is in the running. <laughs> so cinematography, Carol, The Hateful Eight, Mad Max Fury Road, The Revenant or Sicario. Oof, that's a tough one. <sighs> to me that's Hateful Eight and it's an easy decision. Yeah, I it, that was fucking insane. Yeah. And this is cinematography, right? Cinematography. Yeah. Yeah, but the I thing agree. is, every single one of those movies had really I know incredible cinematography. They do. Even uh, uh, honestly, Carol would be up there in second place, right next to Mad Max, for that for me. I'm not the biggest fan of Hateful Eight, but damn, that movie's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. I, I just that opening shot captivated me. Yeah. And then also just having all the weird 70 millimeter stuff inside like mm-hmm. all the indoor stuff which but it's never... a mystery kept your eyes looking back and forth wondering it did. what's up i was constantly looking around in that movie and, uh, and trying to look for like background stuff happening no that was great i i actually think i might even want it to go to the revenant as much as i didn't like that movie it was gort i mean mm-hmm. that was a just i've never seen a movie shot like that yeah it was it, incredible it would be it would be deserved yeah yeah and that's the movie starring the bear yes yes the bear played by uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. tom hardy <laughs> okay, best supporting actress: Jennifer Jason Leigh in The Hateful Eight, Rooney Mara in Carol, Rachel McAdams Spotlight, Alicia Vikander in The Danish Girl, and Kate Winslet in Steve Jobs. Mm. Uh, my pick for that, a hundred percent, is Jennifer Jason Leigh in The Hateful Eight. Mm. Um, also helped because of her performance in Anomalisa. All right. If it if Alicia Vikander was nominated for Ex Machina and not the Danish that. Girl, yep. I would give that to her 100. percent But the I Danish might, Girl was too bland. I might actually choose Kate Winslet in this category. I, I didn't really know it was her until I saw the credits. That movie that happened in Triple Nine too. Yeah, I, it wasn't until after the fact that I realized it was her. Oh, interesting. That's impressive. Yeah, I thought she was like great in in Jobs. Uh, yeah, I think I might. I think I might go with her. I think she might get it too. I think Jennifer Jason Lee should. I mean, I haven't really seen really much, but. She was great in that. So she was very good in that. Daisy yeah. Dahmer, you. Music time's over. Little Kurt oh, Russell for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He that, smashed the guitar, <laughs> which turned out to oh, be yeah. like a like a relic uh, Martin, Martin, Martin guitar. guitar. Which is the weirdest thing ever because there was no guitar that old then. Yeah, yeah. So why did they use an old guitar? So he could smash it. It would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's just like, D- you know what's going to get some press? Just fucking smash this thing. We'll just pay for it. It's fine. But it'll get a lot of You know what Kurt Russell <laughs> says when you ask him? No, I'm not going <laughs> to. Okay. Act, uh, supporting actor. Christian Bale, The Big Short. Tom Hardy, The Revenant. Mark Ruffalo, Spotlight. Mark Rylance, Bridge of Spies. And the obvious answer, Sylvester Stallone and Creed. That's I, my pick. Stallone. I think it will win. That's I think pick. it deserves to win. And if it went with Mark Rylance, I wouldn't be that mad. <laughs> what about I would, uh, I would punch my TV rather would than throw it out the window. I, I would get mad if Hardy yeah. won. 
Uh, but I heard he's even better than Leo in that. He is. Uh, but the thing is, yeah. neither of them are actually given much yeah. of a character to work with. So I was more purchasing into the fact, like, I'm just going to watch the two of them rip apart the scenery yeah. together, which is wonderful. I did like that movie, but it, it's... To me, it, it it was more novelty than than everybody than seems else. to be strangely like being like he didn't act; he actually was cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like <laughs> well, we talked like, about that, where yeah. it was like, how I cool is it that it was cold? It's like you didn't have to do that. You don't have to. do I that. I wouldn't have known. Yeah, you, you, you I would have had have no idea. And if you're gonna do that, actually fight a bear. Yeah. Didn't think so. You can make fake snow. Yeah, I yeah I. And I did not think, uh, fucking that he that fights guy a was, bear. Was, oh, oh, we got oh. we got the return of the Pete Steve. Is back. Pete's gonna jump in for some more Oscar picks as we move on to best actress in a leading role. And the nominees are Kate Blanchett in Carol, Brie Larson in Room, Jennifer Lawrence in Joy, Charlotte Rampling in Forty Five Years, and Saoirse Ronan in Brooklyn. I want Brie Larson for Room. I think Brie Larson, and I think she might if it doesn't go to Saoirse Ronan. I don't know if I've seen any of those. Not a single one. Oh. Yeah, not, my not single I'd recommend all of them. <laughs> my girlfriend yeah. saw Room, so I'm saying Room because she said. Although she did say it was weird that uh, the kid wasn't nominated. He was fantastic. It's like a co-performance. I heard he's really good. I gotta say, I was like super surprised by 45 years. I thought that I've was heard that's be great. Like, like just bland Oscar shit, and then it was you know it was like better than bland Oscar yeah. shit. What's 45 years? It's just a, a British uh, a slow burn acting, you know, subtle acting drama. Okay. But uh, it's about it a marriage. is good. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's about a marriage. All right. Best actor in a leading role. We've got Brian Cranston of Malcolm in the Middle fame. Um, <laughs> sure. Brian Cranston in Trumbo. Of Godzilla fame. <laughs> of Godzilla fame. Uh, Matt Damon in The Martian. Leonardo DiCaprio, The Revenant. Michael Fassbender, Steve Jobs, and Eddie Redmayne in The Danish Girl. Michael Fassbender. That's who I actually I want. I thought his jobs was he awesome. He was good, yeah. He did a good jobs. For a second, I thought you were like, uh, <laughs> he did like those three names in a row. And I was like, Steve Jobs was in a movie this year? <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Right along, You two. were like Michael Fassbender, Steve Jobs, and Eddie Redmayne. I was like, damn. <laughs> that's a fucking movie. It was digitally put in with an app. Uh, who? I, I want Fassbender. Yeah. I, I think he did something kind of interesting there. He did. Who, wait, who else did you say? I'm trying to... The, Cranston... Second name you said, I think. Brian Cranston, Matt Damon in The Martian, who I'd Damon. also kind of be yeah, happy with. Yeah, I think I would. Leonardo DiCaprio, Fassbender, and Eddie Redmayne. I think I'd give it to DiCaprio or um, Damon this year. I mean, we all know it's definitely going to Leonardo DiCaprio. I really don't want it to. I feel like he's undeserved this year. He's been deserved, he's been deserved. so many times. And, and why he's not deserved well, this time. Say why cheap in the award, but we should all be honest. Oscars mean shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not like he's going to get more jobs if he wins. Right, I know, <laughs> you know, I like know. He's, he's going to do fine. You know what's funny? The movie that I pick for for his best actor Oscar wasn't even nominated. I thought Shutter Island oh, was, was like, great. that was DiCaprio's like swan song. I love that movie, and he's great yeah. in it. You know who's going to get more jobs are the viewers of Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so many jobs. All right, here it is. Best picture. Best picture. The big short... Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. And Shrek 3. Mad Max is my choice yeah. all, all damn day long. I think Mad Max is going to win. And the, the me The me in me wants it to win. But my favorite movie out of that list is Bridge of Spies. Oh, really? I fucking love Bridge yeah. of Spies. And that is my best picture for that one, without a doubt. Fascinating. No yeah. John Williams score, though. No John Williams score, but Coen Brothers script. Come on. 
Bridge of Spies. Sure. What, else that, did, what else did they write? Is that that? Oh, uh, just kidding, uh, just kidding. Is that that remake of <laughs> the Super Cops? Is that yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was originally called Bridge of, of Super Cops. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> but, uh, they just go after Russians this time. It's the new one. It's the Super Cops to Trouble in Russia. <laughs> yeah. Or no, Mission to Moscow. <laughs> this, is the, this is the story. This is the story of the uh, of the Nap Commission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a branch. It's a spinoff of uh, the oh Super Cops. Yeah. It's called the Bridge of Spies. In this one, Greenberg makes like silly noises with his mouth. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. people are like, "Is he a robot?" And you're like, oh, "Maybe." <laughs> it's played by the uh, played by the guy from Police Academy. So. <laughs> yeah. Tackleberries, <laughs> high tower. <laughs> And the little the little black lady who seems nice, but then she yells, and it's it's yeah. supposed to be hilarious. <laughs> Not really good. <laughs> so what, do, what do you guys think? I, I'm going Bridge of Spies. I, I, I'm going Mad Max. I like. I actually think that will win. I would love for that to win. And the thing is, now that I've seen like most of the movies on that list, and I'm a few months removed from having seen most of the movies on that list, mm. like Mad Max was my favorite movie all year long for the most part. Mm. But I watched things that I was like, oh. I don't know. That might actually be the one that might hold up better than Mad Max. There a few different times. Even the the Big Short. I was like, this movie is fascinating. Like that actually this, could win too. It could. I was like, this might be more rewatchable. Even you know, I don't. I don't know. There's just like such great performances. And da, da, da. Mad Max is the only only one of those movies that I even still think about. It, mm-hmm. it, it is just far and away, I think, the actual best picture this year. I it, it is so. I get, it won't leave my brain. It mm-hmm. won't. And everything else has. It'd be awesome if it won. I mean, this is probably the first time that a f- that that a third sequel would win. Yeah, you know? or, or uh, I mean, probably not the first time, but it is rare that just an action movie would yeah. win Best Picture, uh, or or an action movie that is like a science fiction genre film <laughs> would win Best Picture. Right. All that stuff is very rare. A stunt not, picture. Yeah. Not since Wild Wild West has an action movie won a, an Oscar. <laughs> it won the Oscar for Best Will for Smith, best right? Univer- uh, u- for Best Picture of the Decade, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> best, best Will Smith, yeah. Mm-hmm. Best I think Mechanical it was Best Spider. Song, right? I think it yeah. also was Best, best Achievement it, yes. in Robot Spider. <laughs> yeah. got that, um, which was... <clears throat> best Compared story. to what was up for it that year, that definitely <laughs> deserved it. It was up for Best Subject that Kevin Smith will tell a story about. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's interesting that you mentioned... Um, <clears throat> Mad Max next to Big Short because you know what they you know what they call Mel Gibson <laughs> the Big Short <laughs> is he a short man I think he is right? I don't know I, don't know. Oh, I, I was I always heard he was he was Mad you know Mel call, you know what they call Tom Cruise the Big Short the Big Short Ooh. yeah that one Ooh. will do that one will do <laughs> okay we all know he's small you know uh, what they call uh, uh, John uh, Travolta um, Scientologist they they call him <laughs> yeah uh, 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 Greek Greece. No, oh, yeah, that's right. I um, <laughs> I you said Greek, Greece, Greece. Was he in Greece too? They don't uh, call him that. They don't call him that. They just call him. They call him Greece. I don't think or John, if they know him. I wouldn't call John him that. if they know. I'd be like, actually, I probably wouldn't talk to him because he's. You know what they call? Uh, you know what they call Tom Hanks, the big star. Yep. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They call him the star of Big. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, I got it mixed up. <laughs> Sorry, I got them mixed up. <coughs> That's so amazing. Funny. That's amazing. <laughs> that it. is amazing. Let's close on that, Chris. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's close on that. Um, uh, so we we've got four uh, twenty April twentieth. We've got movie movie live, and uh, I actually have this thing that I'm doing, guys. It's a fundraiser for the Idiopathic Ridiculopathy Consortium. It's a theater. Mm. That, that does cool. stuff, and uh, every year as a fundraiser, they do monologues out of the Onions commentary section. Oh, cool. Oh. So uh, the Year of the Raw Onion, Sunday, March 20th at Latage, <laughs> and uh, I believe that the one I will be reading is called... Uh, 
I only like movies where the whole cast dances in a little box next to the end credits. <laughs> so come check that out. It's going to be fun. Uh, uh, at Dan Scully on Twitter. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter at Philadelphia. It's with an F. You can find the show on Twitter at I Like Two Movie. That's the number two. Uh, Facebook.com slash I Like Two Movie. That's the number two. I'm on Letterbox.com slash Philadelphia. Uh, and I think it is March 18th that uh, Pete and I will be in mm. Lancaster. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's a Friday mm. night. Okay. Gonna hit up a sheets. A couple B and B. I've never been to sheets before. Ooh, uh, get on it. It's pretty good. You're gonna it's be like, uh, sweet. I kind of miss Wawa though. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Wawa forever. Because yeah, tonight's episode brought to you by Wawa. And Wawa sheets. with <laughs> a different color scheme. <laughs> it's actually the same color scheme. I think just yeah, in a yeah. slightly different order. It's more aggressive with the red. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's all. All of my stuff. Absolutely. I'm also on Letterbox. You can do that. Oh yeah, Cinadelphia.com. The Cinadelphia Film Festival is coming up, and Movie Movie is happy to be a part of it. So uh, that is the 420 show as well. Boom. Yeah. Uh, you got anything, Mike? Uh, sure. Um, I directed this music video mm. uh, for Britta Phillips, who is in Luna and has a solo album coming out and uh, was the voice of Jem, the singing voice of Jem from that 80s cartoon. Which is no, no way. Nice. Yeah. Where can we find this? On YouTube. <laughs> Just <laughs> uh, YouTube, Britta Phillips, One Fine Summer Morning. Nice. Um, you can find it there. Uh, she also has a pledge site or whatever. Um, that you can get their her album that comes out soon. And also, I have a record coming out in April, uh, and you can just follow me on Twitter at ShePoliceman. That's S-H-E, and then Policeman. <laughs> um, she Policeman, And that's what it's going to be called, and uh, that comes out soon, so there'll be details about it shortly. Cool. Mm-hmm. Pete? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm on t- I'm on Twitter. It's, oh, you're it's on Twitter I'm now. On Twitter now. Mm-hmm. It's been uh, you know I've, I've done a lot since. Pete the last has one of my favorite Twitters on the, uh, on the interwebs. Um, so. It's at Pete Steele, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I will be at that March 18th show. You yes, know, you will. Um, at the Deca in the Lancaster. Deca. That's, That's what where it's it is. Mm-hmm. The ECA, which I'm sure Brendan Crick, for who's something. fucking awesome. Brendan Crick, who's yeah. a fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and um, I, um, I'm sure we'll. I don't know the date of when the next Your Mom Is Funny is, but there will be another installment of Your Mom Is Funny, which is a show I, I do once a month, which I can totally recommend. I was just you're on just it on with it my mom, great with your mother, doing some stand-up comedy. Well. Mm-hmm. It's really a fun mm-hmm. show. Um, check for that and other shows that I, I might be participating in uh, uh, on the website goodgoodcomedy.com, uh, which is a production company here in Philadelphia, soon to be a theater, Good Good Comedy. Indeed. Um, and, um, and Pete's on like all of their shows, so <laughs> <laughs> go check I, out their uh, calendar. They, they, they do a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Um, so you can check that calendar as frequently as you'd like because they do shows every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm on Facebook. You know, <laughs> send me a message. <laughs> um, hey man, you want to friend me? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> do you have um, MySpace? And um, I'm definitely on MySpace. Friendster. <laughs> it's a uh, Friendster for Plenty sure. Plenty of fish. Honey, uh, plenty of honey fish. Yes. <laughs> honey <laughs> plenty of honey fish. Plenty Guys, honey I gotta fish go. My Pinterest is blowing. Up. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can pin me uh, if that's what you do uh, on Pinterest. <clears throat> you pin people. Um, on link, <laughs> it's, link. A, it's Pinterest can, is really just all about voodoo. <laughs> you can and <laughs> voodoo. <laughs> yeah, you, just, yeah. you just oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's good. Um, <laughs> you, <laughs> I was I was lost for a second. I was like, did I hear that right? But I did. It was, <laughs> it was just a good joke. Um, you can pin me on LinkedIn. Um, you can swipe right on LinkedIn on me. Um, <laughs> do they do it it'll initiate a conversation. Wait, is swipe game. right the good one? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, so swipe left. So is it my left? Like, am I mm-hmm. going yeah. left? Stage, okay. stage left. No. Stage left. I Screen like left. Okay, I got it. Wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the swipe, idea you that you swipe down. <clears throat> I think you can now. If, right? if you swipe but down, uh, it blows up their know. phone. You Swiping don't want to do up that. Swiping up now is uh, <laughs> super life, right? 
Yeah. A well, super. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, super man. cops in super lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, I super man. like super cops. Swipe up, baby. <laughs> Swipe up. Swipe it up on super cops. Mm-hmm. All right, let's close. All right, this we thing gotta. Out. Cl- what are we like? Four we hours? do. Yeah, it's the longest one ever. Uh, so an hour super forty-five. Cops. Oh, good. that's not. No, bad. we're good. Yeah, we're good. We're all. good. <laughs> all right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> all right, you, you guys are gonna really catch great. on to this weird thing that that we do to close out. It's like yeah. a call off mm-hmm. kind of thing. Play it, play it out. It goes like this. Uh, my name is Garrett Smith, and I like to movie movie. My name is Dan Scully, and I like to movie movie. My name is Pete Steele. I like to movie movie. My name is Mike Spano, and I like to movie movie. Mm. Mm. We all know that you like to you movie do. movie. You because do. Because we, we like, like to movie movie. movie. I think I ripped my sleeve.